The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just, um, I've been listening a lot recently to, uh, guy, guy, guy I like to call Barry Manilow. Because that is his name. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I think ba- tonight's show is dedicated to, um, Barry Manilow, okay, and, um, I can't think of a better way to start it then. I've been trying for hours just to think of what exactly to say. I thought I'd leave you with a letter or a fiery speech. Like when an actor makes an exit at the end of a play. And I've been dying for hours trying to fill up all the holes with some sense. I'd like to know why you gave up and you threw it away. I'd like to give you all the reasons and what everything meant. Well, I could tell you goodbye or maybe see you around. Just, we've lost the key there a little bit. I don't we? think. No, I don't um, think that version. I don't think that version was in the right case. Well, we're going to do. We're going to go into another case. I may also have started an octave too high. And if I'm, if I may say so, Catherine, your your faces were disrespectful. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, good. Here we go. Is this one got lyrics? Exactly to say. I thought I'd leave you with a letter or a fiery speech, like when an actor makes an exit at the end of a play. And I've been dying for hours trying to fill up all the holes with some sense. I'd like to know how you faded and you threw it away. I'd like to give you all the reasons and what everything meant. Well, I could tell you goodbye or maybe see you around with just a touch of a sarcastic thanks. We started out with a bang and at the top of the world. Now the guns are exhausted and the bullets are black. And everything's black. If I could only find the words and I could write it all down. If I could only find a voice I could speak. Oh, it's there in my eyes. Can't you see me tonight? Come on and look at me and read them and weep. No, it's no big surprise Though it's over to tell you to see Oh, it's there in my eyes Can't you see me tonight? Come on and look at me and live Time to build a cry up to a scream. This is for you, Catherine. <laughs> oh, please don't. We let the past slip away and put the future on hold. 
Now the present is nothing but a hollowed out dream And I've been dreaming forever Hoping something would eventually come I saw your eyes in the dark I felt your kiss on my lips I traced your body in the air Until the bodies were numb Well, I could tell you goodbye Or maybe see you around With just a touch of a sarcastic face The rooms are all empty The candles are dark The guns are exhausted And the bullets are blank Rebel for fire If all it's there in my eye In my eyes and call me straight from my heart It's running silent and angry and deep Oh, he's in my eyes And that's all I can say Come on, look at me Rain of the week Well, it's there in my eyes I'm coming straight from my eyes Running silent and angry and deep Oh, he's in my eyes And that's all I can say Come on, look at me It was it well Meatloaf did it. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 got I'm gonna give you that. Um but I, it was on my Barry Manilow greatest hits. No, I mate, got, the way you were singing it as oh, well okay, did sound like Meatloaf. Like I'm a very versatile <laughs> James should have me on his on music Thursday, yeah. half hour Thursday. Um because you know, the guy tonight was great, but normally they're awful. And it really kills the vibe for my show. Amy can't agree, but mm, uh, normally they're awful. But if he got me in as my own warm-up act, that would be awesome. Oh, three, I feel good. Da -na 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 -na. Ooh, no, none of that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. We haven't got any calls on the switchboard. We're just going to wait. Let's just wait. We're just going to wait for the first call to come through. Can you believe? The boss of wireless phoned me up yesterday telling me how much he loved me. 
Can you believe that? Had he heard you sing? No, he hadn't. I'm pushing the limits. Pushing the limits of what's acceptable yeah, on see, the wireless. See if his love is conditional. Uh, we're going to take the, we're going to take some calls straight to air just to get the vibe going. Okay, so oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Please don't phone up. I mean, if you want to phone up and congratulate me for my singing, then please do. Uh, but I'd rather that you didn't. I, I think it, uh, um, it I, would I be unfair on the listener. Shouldn't encourage him. It would, shouldn't really encourage. If you had, if you, if it's an overwhelming compulsion, I'm powerless to stop. I'm powerless <laughs> to stop. But um, here we go. Here's here's a here's a call. Let's just see. Let's, I hope they're not phoned up to big me up too much. Line one, you're on the wireless. Congratulations, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. I, I did say, please don't phone up and say that, but um, she did. Um, <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm going to take the first few calls straight to air um, because I'm going to be honest. I have very very little to bring to the party tonight. Good evening, line two. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Love that song that you just sang. Thank you very much indeed, caller. I did say don't. Line three. You're on the wireless. Hello. I want to talk about Piccadilly Circus. The band? No, the the level in the game. Oh, for goodness sakes. What is going on with these people? Let's try line four. Four, you're on the wireless. I just wanted to uh, say that singing was absolutely <gasps> fantastic. I've not heard anything so good since Nigel. Thank it, you. It, you're a credit to the industry. Thank you very much indeed. But please, guys, please, 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 please. Just calm it down a bit. Amy, you can start taking the phone calls now. Um, 0344-499-1000. I know what that caller was uh, on about, the Piccadilly Circus level in Call of Duty. Uh, it ain't it ain't nice. No. It ain't nice. Um, it's, I just, I don't really know where to go. Did you hear that? Yes. I, I spoke louder hoping you wouldn't hear it. If you're on DAB, you'll have heard something outrageous. The thing is, you, you rose out of your seat at the same time. We right? had a curry for tea. <laughs> now we're having it again. We had a curry for us tea. I'm feeling a bit stir-crazy today. I've still got these builders in. They've been there for, like, weeks. They're claiming they will finish the bathroom tomorrow, but then they have to come back in, like, ten days' time to do the ensuite. And it's like, just can you just do it and go now, please? It's nice having you guys there, but I would like to not have you guys there. I want to hang out with my cats. I've got to clean the place because it's filthy. Might get a Christmas tree this weekend. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you, dear listener. Have you ever been dogging? Catherine, tell them about the rather naughty show we were just watching. Oh, I think it's a classic. I think... Has it been on, has it been on yeah, a while ago? the first time it was on, it was years ago. This was on, we had a look on all four, fittingly. Yeah, <laughs> um, all fours. And uh, in the documentary section there was the, I think it's called, what is it called, The Secret Life of Doggers? Yes, secret, Dogging Tales. Dogging Tales, yeah. that's right. And it was every bit as romantic as you would expect. Um... <sighs> Uh, lots of rather bored-looking women. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you could tell, even though they were all wearing these animal kind of masks. very elaborate animal masks, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, most of the doggers look like I imagine them to look like. Although, you know, that woman who, who had anorexia... Who had had, Who yeah. had had it in the past, yes. That's a fine... That's a fine-looking... She, she, she had a good body. I don't think that was her real hair. <laughs> I don't think that was her hair. I don't think that was and her I real And I don't breath. think that was adequate outdoor attire. She but, looked freezing. But it, uh, it, it, what I'm trying to say is... Hey, listen, guys. I, who, who am I to talk? I've, I have a past, and I, hopefully I'll have a future at some point. But 
the dogging. It's one thing. It's my real fear is that um, I park up in a lay-by for a doze, or uh, and or, or I used to like going um, and just sort of being near woods at night. There's nothing weird or per- no, no, nothing weird or pervy. But sometimes when I was doing late-night radio, I'd just drive home and just you know if I didn't want to go home because I was in a relationship that wasn't particularly working. I'd go and sort of be, be near the woods. It sounds really pervy, and it was always my great fear that I'd doze off and I'd wake up and there'd be a penis pushed up against. <laughs> My, my thing, cause it's, it, it, of all the things I'm into, and I'm into a lot, it just looks damp. What's the guy saying that they, they, some of them, th- th- this can't be true. Some of them stick twigs up their bums. Oh my god. That was the bloke who'd been protesting about the, um, use of his local woodland, um, and how the doggers had kind of started mm. cl- making little clearings and leaving mess. Can you imagine what kind of mess they left? And he said that some of them had started shaping the trees into, well, and sticking them up their bum And holes. we said, no, that can't be a thing. And then there was a picture of a man being apprehended in the said woods yeah. with no clothes on. He had, he had stripped off and had handcuffed himself to a tree, put a bag over his head. He had a note, didn't he? And the note said, please abuse me. Just don't take the bag off. Don't take the bag off. Again, you know, the whole BDSM thing, I get it, I get it, it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of role play, a little bit of sub, I get it, it's fun. But out, outside in the cold in the woods, chained to a tree with a bag over your head? Yeah. If you've done it, Like right. a dog waiting outside Tesco's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 3 four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Mitch. One voice. Singing in the darkness, all it takes is one voice. Singing so they hear what's on your mind, and when you look around, you'll find there's more than one, one voice. voice. Singing in the darkness. Joining with your one voice, each and every note of the rock and the joyous fears of life. If only one voice would start it on its own, we need just one voice. Say the unknown, and then that one voice would start it on its own. We need just one, one voice. Just one voice. Thank you very much indeed, Mitch. There, celebrating the magic of Barry Manilow's one voice. An excellent singer there. Uh, thank just, you. Just one. Thank you. Oh, okay, voice. that was that was uh, Barry Manilow. So effing good. He's so effing good. There is the master of the key change. Oh, one song. I'm sure I had one song that had four key changes in it. What is it about a key change that's so rousing? Oh, they've done studies into it, isn't it? It, it, it releases endorphins. I bet. It's, it's the moments of tension in music and then releases and it's endorphins. It's all of that stuff. But Manilow is so freaking good. So, Because I was into Manilow... And it explains a lot when I was like 13, 14, 15. I remember buying Barry Manilow stuff, buying, I bought a VHS of him live at the Royal Albert Hall in about 77, where he's got this pink suit on and stuff. But 
the the press over here were especially mean to him. Concord was he was yeah. referred to as Concord. I remember Kenny Everett doing a sketch where he was at the piano and his nose was just getting bigger and bigger. Okay. And he did end up be, being the nose of the Concord, yeah. and he was like smashing things. And Here's a question tying in with yesterday: Could you class that as anti-Semitic? No. No. Because it wasn't a caricature of... There's a hint of... He's Jewish. Yeah. Um, uh, there, a he's number... always made fun of his own nose, hasn't he? But 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 often when people are bullied, yeah, I guess they they but join also in with Barbara the bullying. Streisand refused to change her nose, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, uh, there is there is genetically with some Jews, not all, they have a bigger nose. Same with Italians, that kind of Roman nose. But the big the, the big the hook nose has become an anti-Semitic trope. Yeah, but you that's know, if you want I'd a caricature, say... we talked yesterday um, uh, about Alec Guinness. I think it was in the first Oliver Twist film, who had an extraordinarily large prosthetic nose built to indicate, you know, Jewishness. Yeah, he had the whole image, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, little... I just wonder if there's something there. But also, Barry Manilow, so freaking good. He's so good. I bought the I bought greatest hits double CD that I used to have when I was a teenager on cassette, and I got it for one pound fifty six at Amazon. And I was listening to disc one today. Every one of those was just an absolute belter. And I don't think he's a particularly good singer. Oh, he's got passion, and he's got power, and he's got pizzazz, and he's got he can perform. I think he's got a nice tone. I think he's got a really nice. I think tone. he's a little nasal. Maybe, it's but I also had. don't think Neil Diamond's a great singer. But it's the, the, the performance transcends yeah. the technical singing but ability. I really like Barry Manilow's. Yeah, like you say, slightly nasal, but it's a really clear tone, yeah. and it's almost musical theatre. Yeah. Like Mitch singing there, yeah, yeah. almost musical theatre, but still. And Mitch was terrible. Right, I, mean, really, I thought Mitch was very I good. I thought he was awful. I thought he embarrassed himself there. That's why I chipped in to help him out a little bit because he was really embarrassing himself. Yeah. Um, just think, all the other stations are talking about um, uh, Jeremy Corbyn not knowing when uh, the Queen's speech is and, and, and Boris Johnson, you know, being in, being silly at NATO. We're discussing the merits of Barry Manilow. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation, wealth losing sleep. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I feel very laid back today. I tell you how I feel. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better in terms of mental health. Not not great, but I did 25 minutes of housework today. 25 minutes, which I found exhausting, um, satisfying. Um, and, but after after that, I was just shattered, and I had to go and watch um, a bit of The Irishman. More on that later on. What a terrible film. Um, and uh, but that was that was a big achievement for me. The last few days, last week or so, I've not even I've been struggling to get out of bed. So to to do 25 minutes of housework, and it was just breaking up some cardboard boxes, tidying up that the office where the, the workmen have got all of their their stuff. And um, Saturday, I'm going to give it all a good dust and all of that. So I'm feeling a little bit like I do after I've had a migraine, where I feel a bit, a sense, slight sense of relief, but also just a feeling of, of kind of numbness, like I'm wrapped in bubble wrap, and I can see everything, 
but I can't quite feel anything yet. I can't quite feel, I feel a bit disconnected, a little bit disconnected. And so tonight's show, we're just going to see how it goes. Can I say something? Um, let me think. Hang on. David? What? Can, Ca- oh. can Catherine say something? Yeah, of course you can, sweetheart. Thank you. Did you call her sweetheart? I said it's a free country. Okay. Oh. Thanks, lover. Go on then, Catherine. Um, I think your eyes have gone back to normal. What, what, what does that mean? You know, like on the day when you felt really terrible and you said your eyes were all dry and they weren't quite right, like sort of empty and yeah, a bit dead, dead before. Dead. And they seem to have got, come back a bit. There's something going on. There's a little... A little shifticle. Yeah. But let's not place. mention it because I don't want to scare it off. Ooh, David! Bad news. Well, go, on, go on, what's happened? You split up with your missus? I've not got a missus. Okay, well, well you, you split up with your baby mummy. No, enough of that. I'm, oh, blimey. I'm back. Well, I got arrested. You're by? I got arrested. Oh. Uh oh. What, um, what happened here? Long story if you want it. Not really, but the only other call we've got is Rainbow George. Isn't that right, George? Yeah. So, um, so, so carry on. Walking home from the meeting that I have with my paranormal mates. What? And and what's the name of the group? Rotherham Medium. I can't even move around. I'm too distressed. It was. It was Rotherham. Yeah. Institution of mediums. Of mediums. Independent, no, independent, independent mediums. mediums. R- Rotherham right. Independent Mediums, RIM. RIMS. Yeah. Yeah, RIM is, ah, right. Oh, not right, have to be crude about it, gosh. not in a good mood, is he, tonight? No. Okay, t- t- tell us what happened. Hey, Mark. I, Mark? <laughs> I don't know, that was Mark. Did you hear that voice? I thought that was someone talking to Babbers. I didn't hear anything. Not, not I don't like it up. to be rude to people, but, gosh. I try to find the thing that, uh, oh, um... You're a cocaine addict? No. Uh, no. Are you? I'm not. Okay, um... Pony? No. Are you? I'd like to boss of leash. Oh. He's being bed. Here it is. I'm gonna blow bubbles up your chuff. Oh. I can't believe I said that. Oh, that was a different Babcock. Had you been entered by someone else? No, I, and I hadn't been in jail. I'm going to blow bubbles up your chuff. You should be in right. bed. This is seen at, um, David's house. <laughs> it is disgusting. Please get to the point of this, because we've got Rainbow George next, haven't we, George? Yeah. Go on, then. Right. I was walking home from the RIM meeting. Yes. And... I How many RIMers this week? The usual four. <laughs> Right. Um, I saw a cat, little cat. Yes. Walking down the road. Yes. And so I said, hello there, little fella. Right. Would you like a li- little stroke? Would you like a little stroke? I'm going to blow bubbles up your chuff. I didn't say that to the cat. I was disgusted. Right. Then the cat shot up my penis. What? <laughs> it was a... <laughs> so many questions. One... 
For those that are slow amongst you, obviously it was a ghost cat. Oh. Right. Thank you. Yes. So, I'm there, panicking, because I'm only used to things going up my bum. I've never had something go up my penis. Okay. And I start to try to coax the cat N out. Oh, God. Right. Yes. And so I'm... Pr I'm yes. clawing at, clawing at my jennies. And I'm saying, Hey, kitty, kitty, kitty. Hey, kitty, kitty, kitty. In my experience, if I want to get my cat out of the cupboard, I'll just shake some biscuits. I didn't have any of them. So... The police turn up and arrest me. Now, is that fair? Well, so... How We've got recording from inside um, David's penis. Quite echoing. That's not even the worst bit. But it wasn't a real penis. It wasn't yeah. a real penis. It was a ghost penis. <laughs> no, it wasn't a real cat that went on my bum. Yeah. But penis. Ah. Right. What? Okay. Can we just get to the point? Because now we've got we've got a lot of calls. So. Oh, right. Well, basically, I end up in a cell with a guy who keeps repeating the phrase, gonna bum you, and okay. I had a really oh, horrible okay. night. Clive, what do you think uh, David should do with a ghost cat in his penis? Um, uh, spell it out. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Get rid of it. Get rid of it somehow. Can you have an exorcism on your dinkle? I tried with the hair kitty kitty. Okay. <laughs> Just leave a bowl of food out by your balls. Um, Clive, what can we do for you? Um, hello. I don't know if I'm going to be half as entertaining as that. Well, um, half as entertaining would be would be very, very dull, yes. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to lower the tone, because I, I was going to talk about the guy from, um... Lower the tone. Swansea, he calls you sometimes. Oh, Chris. Well, Chris doesn't call us anymore. No, not that guy. The other one. Okay, I don't know who you mean. The one who was in prison. Oh, the other one, other one we're not speaking to anymore. Who? I don't know are, who that are is. You, are you not speaking to him anymore? Oh. Oh, no, we don't speak to him anymore, no. Oh. Why? Okay. You, why? I mean... What, oh, I, I, I was just going to... Well, because I've not... Li well, I, I listened on Monday and Tuesday, but yeah. I, I missed the bit where you're not speaking to him anymore. But I was going to say your way of handling him is very good. Well, it's not worked. It's not worked. And uh, it, the last uh, call we took, he was incredibly racist, misogynistic, and was condoning uh, uh, violent oh. threats directed towards women and, and various different ethnic minorities. And I decided, I told him to get lost. Because I would, I, I, I really, here's the thing, Clive, we're talking about Jonathan from Swansea. Here's the thing, yeah. I, I, I think there's something definitely going on there. And I really thought, arrogantly, I thought I could fix him. There you go, I've said it. I thought I could fix Jonathan from Swansea. I thought you could as well. Yeah. I really did. I really, really did. And the last call was so so upsetting and so offensive that. that we just had to decide to not welcome him back anymore. It was it was hard. That makes that makes all my theories obsolete because I was I, I got this theory that if if people are like him, you can extend the bridge to them and maybe roll them back in a little I think bit. you could. I think it is possible. I think it's possible for all kinds of people to, 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 uh, help them and show them love and care and to bring some sort of normality into their lives. Uh, it, and I thought I could do it on this radio show, but it turns out speaking to yeah. someone five, for five minutes once every two or three weeks is, isn't enough. And that, that last call was so, 
uh, upsetting to people and so offensive that we, uh, we can't, we can't I, encourage I, it I, anymore. I, I missed that one. Mm. I mean, but, it, was, it was great I, radio, I, but... I, I, I'm, 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 unfortunately, I missed it, but can I, can I say that don't give up that approach? Because I think that it's a worthy and needed approach Thank you. in the current times that we live in. Thank you, Clive. I appreciate do, do, that. Do you, know what I'm, do, I, do you understand that sentiment? I do in, know in what you mean. I'm, I'm showing love to people that other people would um, yeah. would laugh at or bully or wouldn't even speak to. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 And thank you for noticing. I appreciate that, genuinely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, sorry about that, because I, I didn't hear the last That's call, right. unfortunately. That's so, right. That's I think, right. um... Did it go in the podcast, Kath, or...? No. no it didn't. Do you know didn't. what? I thought better not yeah, to. Yeah, I think you probably... I think you made a right yeah. call. Hey, if you go back, I, someone on I, Twitter I, will tell you what show it was. It'll be online on the Listen Again feature, um, and you'll see why we made... why we made that decision. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for noticing that, Clive, and, and, and thank you for putting your head above the parapet and saying that may be the way forward. I appreciate that. I really thought I could fix him. Yeah. I was so, it's partly arrogance, partly because of what we've done in the past, and partly because of glimpses that we've had, but, uh, I can't. Well, Not on a radio show. I think sometimes with people who are, um, aggressively and purposefully hateful, um, getting angry is what they want. They mm. want to get a rise out of you that way. And so sometimes getting curious is the way in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. That last call was, um, was beyond the pale. It was repellent. It, it was, it was, um, I mean, it was, it was, it was borderline illegal. I had several people saying I should, should go to the police about it. And I, I, I had no intention of doing that. But it was, it was very close to a hate crime. <laughs> um, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Um, I'm assuming Dirk Benedict is up as a pod. Yeah. If you missed it last night, first hour of the show was. Very, very funny, really weird, and it, we what we learnt, Dirk Benedict, face man from the A-team, of course, um, what we learnt is he has no, uh, John Dredge texted me earlier, or messaged me, he has no concept of magic. Just <laughs> didn't understand magic. Pete, we had Pete Heaton, who's a great magician, friend of the show, doing some amazing tricks, and Dirk would just go, well, there's a guy with a fez there, he just didn't understand it. No. I loved it, though. It, it made him so borderline weird. angry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> he got angry. That this guy was doing amazing. Why are you tricking me, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> it was some. It was some hour. I, I'm really sorry, Kath, because I dominate. We, no, it's we, fine. we had we had four guests in the studio. Me and Kath were sharing a microphone, which we've never done before. A bit like George and Paul as, as Lennon's taking the lead. Um, and I uh, I kind of drove it, and I'm, I'm really no, sorry. No, it's all good. It was yeah. No, there's no ego involved there. I uh, I was thoroughly enjoying it. And someone said, are you releasing the Brighton podcast yet? No, I forgot to bring in the memory card. I'll try and send it to you tomorrow, but I've got to go to the vets and I've got, now I've got to go to Windsor and get the boys. So maybe this, maybe it'll be early next week, but um, that's happening. Let's go to uh, our friend Sharon. Good evening, Sharon. Hi Ian, hi Catherine. Hello Sharon. What you got for us, Sharon? Well, I rang to um, say that we've booked tickets, me and Craig for Bath, but then I heard you talking to the other caller about Chris, and we didn't hear that one. 
Um, you said it wasn't on the podcast, so we've been listening to the podcast, me and Craig, every morning, every evening, so I didn't hear that. Oh, no, no that we was, talking about Chris. That was Jonathan, well, gosh, it gets so confusing, and George has disappeared now. Um, that was, so Jonathan from Swansea, we've banned for really yeah. offensive call, and Chris from Port Talbot, we have asked not to call us for quite a while. Oh, so I, I, it's, didn't, I didn't hear that on the podcast. Had either. a real clear out <laughs> of, <laughs> of people <laughs> recently. Why so are you doing we... not listening to the show live, Sharon? Because Craig likes to listen to it on podcast. Well, right. Craig, why doesn't Craig listen on podcast and you listen on it live? But here's the thing with the podcast. It's just like a highlights thing. It's not the whole thing. And sometimes there are brilliant bits that I can't put in. And also oh. sometimes there are conversations where I don't think it's fair to the person that it's there in perpetuity, if you know what I mean. Oh, and that yeah, last yeah. call with Chris oh. was kind of that. I'm being told that Jonathan's call... Was in the official podcast. Was it on that? Was the second? No, the first one was. I don't think I put the second one in. I'm not sure. No, uh, I don't think I did put the second one in. Matty is saying the last Jonathan Swansea's last call was in the official podcasts, and then he's put a link. But I do, is that the last one, Matty, or is that the, uh, the pen penultimate one? Yeah. What a world! Who knows? Hey, Sharon, have you seen the Irish man? Yes. Right, no spoilers, because I'm only, I've I, I watched an hour and a half of it, so I'm only about a quarter of the way through it. Uh, the CG, this is the Martin Scorsese film with De Niro, Pacino, um, Pesci, Pesky, and all the other people, um, Everybody Loves Raymond is in it. Did you think the CGI, where it makes them younger, looks crap? Yeah. It's weird, it's rubbish. They look like... Um, people from PlayStation 3 games. They look like someone from L.A. Noir. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a test in section. <laughs> oh, coffee up, might be a gold watch. But they look, they look awful. And also, there's a bit where I think Robert De Niro's supposed to be like 20 or something, but, cause, but he looks 50. You know the bit where he meets Joe Pesci for the first time and Pesci helps him fix his truck and Joe Pesci um, says, how you doing, kid? And I'm thinking, he's supposed to be a kid. He looks 50. It's, I, I think it's, um, I silly. don't think I've watched the whole film. Oh, this was really, this is in the first 20 minutes. I've heard there's a rather slow fight scene that's supposed to be two Oh, there's a men. fight. Well, here's the problem, right? So, they're all in their 70s. And, okay, they've made the faces look a little bit smoother. That's it. But, um, they still stand and walk and talk like... Old men, so they're all hunched. I mean, and De Niro's having this fight, and he's supposed to be like 30. But it's like if your granddad was having a fight. He can't walk properly. <laughs> Bloody awful. I mean, it's an okay film, but, um... You should it, have left the CGI alone by the sounds of it. I think I'm going to have to watch it again, because I've forgotten it. Jesus. Sharon, have you not got a life? <laughs> I work. We're going to watch a four-hour film again. Well, what I was ringing up to say, yeah. I rang you two weeks ago, yes, and sir. you said you were going to email Luton Library. Oh, yeah. So, I went on the website today, still no Luton. No, no. I can, so tell, you the, you, I can tell you the date, though. No, we're coming to Bath on the 9th of May. Oh, you, as, as well as coming on to Bath on the 9th of May, yeah. you could also come... To Luton Library Theatre. Yeah. On the Saturday, on the 19th of, the Saturday, the 19th of September. 
Right, we'll be there as well. Hey! Do you know what? Do you know what made me laugh when I booked the tickets? Yeah. All the back seats are completely sold, and all the front ones were available. Oh. Well, well, people are scared of um, uh, Catherine's sassability. <laughs> We've got B ten and eleven, I think. Can I ask you front. to not come if you've got that cough, Sharon? Would that be acceptable? Because that's disgusting. I've got antibiotics. I'm all right. Okay, all right, fine. But if if that cough returns, I really would urge anybody who's got the lurgy, uh, who is a flea bag, who's the got abdabs. The, any of the abdabs uh, known to man, please don't come to our shows. You absolutely disgust me. I promise I won't. I'll be better by then. Sharon, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. And you both. Bye. Oh, she called me babe. No, she said and you both. She said babe. No, she didn't. She said no babe. She did. Pete, did she say babe or both? Uh, I think she did, babe, yeah. Thank you very much indeed. He's such a bum lick, of course he's going to say babe. He's not, he's an independent free thinker. <laughs> okay, this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to um, Pete, babe. Hello, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What you got for us, Pete? Uh, well, I, I, I still want to talk about Piccadilly Circus. So this is the Call of Duty game, the um, Sunday night, Call of Duty night, uh, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, I invite all of the hashtag TLNA posse, that's you, to come and join us. You can play in the game if you want. Uh, we have cross-play, so if you've got the game, you can play, or you can come and watch and shout abuse at people. Pete will be joining us for the first time and, and will be awful. Do it, we do it well, about seven or eight o'clock. I, I killed like three that. people today, so... Okay, mate, how did you get on in the game, though? Um, <laughs> and you have played, you started playing Call of Duty. Uh, here's the thing, right? The multiplayer game, wonderful. It's a masterpiece. The mm. gunfight level, the free for it's wonderful. Some great levels, it's a real joy. The single player game, I think is particularly unpleasant. Several bits. You've not even got to the bit with the baby yet, Pete. No. No, no I haven't. You haven't. Um, but go on. Pick, the Piccadilly Circus, which I think is like the f second or third level, isn't it? It pops up quite early. Pretty much. I mean, it, it, yeah, they show you it very early. They show you a suicide bomber stepping out into Piccadilly Circus, and then, yeah, it's about a, an, a level, and then you could, you, you're there. Yeah. I'd seen, I'd seen, so I'd seen you playing it. Yeah. Um, and I'd kind of got, oh, this is a bit, this yeah. is a bit much, this, okay. but... You know, because because I wasn't playing it because it was on screen. You know, I was able to take a step back from it. Go well. You know, this, it's it's a close recreation, but all all the kind of obviously all the shop signs and things are different because you know legal reasons. Legal reasons. Um, but then, yeah, actually playing it today, I I feel genuinely a bit sick afterwards. Afterwards, With, I'm going to ask. I'm going to we're grown-ups, right? And we can have a grown-up discussion about this, and yeah, there'll be people yeah. listening who are going to, uh, who are going to, what I'm about to say, they're going to hear something different, okay? But I know that you'll hear what I'm saying, Pete, and I know that Catherine will hear what mm. I'm saying. It, 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 so for those who don't know, it's, it's, it's a war game, you run around, you're a soldier, you got machine guns, and th this scene is set on Piccadilly Circus, there is a terrorist incident in place, there is a, a couple of suicide bombers, you have to run around Piccadilly Circus, they're, they're killing police officers, you have to shoot the terrorists. That's the, that's that's the level. It's only a short level, but it, it's a pretty accurate reconstruction of yeah. of Piccadilly Circus. Police, there's ambulance people running yeah. around. It. Do yeah. you feel? Di do you think you feel different playing it? I, I played it like four weeks ago. Do you think you mm -hmm. feel slightly different playing it after the awful attack on London Bridge 
last week? Or does that, do, I, does that not factor into it at all? I don't think that factored into okay. it. I think it, I think it, it's an uncomfortable play regardless. Yeah. You know, because I, I you know, yes, there was one recently, but it's, it's, you know, it's not like we're, we're not used to them yeah. in a sense over here. Um, and you know, it, it's difficult because it, it is, it's a thing of familiarity. You know, I, I live in London. I, I've been to Piccadilly Circus a lot of times. I imagine, you know, so many games set in New York and things. I'm, I'm sure they get that exact thing there, you know. Um, and I know there's other levels in this game which are based on other capital cities, I think, aren't there? I think um, it's the thing of the, of the suicide bomber. Because yeah. I play a multiplayer version of the game now where we all run around and shoot each other in Piccadilly Circus. That doesn't have... That that I can laugh at and I can have fun at because uh, it's it's mates or strangers running around and shooting each other. For me, it's the yeah, suicide I, I, bomber is, I, is the thing that makes it... And the police being shot that um, makes it very uncomfortable. I, I still felt a little... I mean, I imagine, you know, as I play more of it, that will wear off in the multiplayer. But, yeah, I mean, in, even in the multiplayer initially, I, I felt a bit weird, I would say. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I, as I say, I'm sure that will kind of desensitised, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or not, I, I don't know. Um, I think they put it in there, they, and I'm surprised there hasn't been more of it, to create the controversy, so that, you know, the Daily Mail goes, have you seen this I sick think filth? because so, it's not the first time, no. I think, I think, was there an airport level or something? I, I seem to remember There was an in, airport level where you had to kill uh, innocent bystanders. Yeah, it's the first one I've played, but I remember reading... About I, personally, I just don't think it's a very good game this time. The multiplayer, as I say, is phenomenal. The solo player I found really dull, and there's, there's that bit, there's a bit with a the baby, there's a couple of other bits that are there, mm -hmm. just so you go, oh, isn't this? Oh, look at it, oh, forget your Grand Theft Autos, this is a lot more risky. <laughs> and I just think it's, um, I think it's unnecessary, man. Yeah, it's, it's edgy for edgy's sake, isn't it? And I, I think, you know, if it was ten years ago in the sort of PlayStation 3 era graphics, it would, again, it would be slightly easier to stomach because we're now a leap forward in in the technical aspect. So it, it looks not quite realistic, but realistic enough that when it's moving quickly, you're there. Yeah. I mean, this all boils down to one very simple thing. Um, and that is on Sunday night, you're going to get your little body spanked. In front of a, a, a crowd of several hundred people watching you <laughs> online, your your little your your uh, belt will be loosened, your trousers will be pulled down, your pants will be pulled down, Pete, and your little bot bot's going to get a spank spank. You know what? Come come March, Dolan and Dre aren't going to be talking to me like this. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fighting talk. That is fighting talk. Oh, I cut him off. I cut that scumbag off. Well, maybe he can phone their program yes, and complain about it. Yes, maybe he can. Oh, but it's pre-recorded, so you can't. Yeah. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm trying to think of... I, I, I am quite enjoying The Irishman. I was being a little bit harsh. I do think the CGI is not anywhere near as good as we were led it to sounds believe. sounds like it's a distraction. It is, because I'm just looking at it. And also, I'm trying to work out how old they're supposed to be. But De Niro's great in it. So is it so bad they look like sort of Sims? Yeah, not quite like that. I was talking to Scott, my friend Scott, we had a little chat about it. The mouths, you can see the mouths, the mouths and the eyes have it. That's where it's really, 
it is like a PlayStation 4 character. You're yeah. like, okay, it's good, but it's not good enough. But it's quite, it's quite a good film, but, but everyone, I don't really know Scorsese's work that well. I've never seen Gangs of New York or Casino or anything like that. Um. I like those films. I, I think I'd like Casino, but I also feel like I'm watching Casino and Gangs of New York watching this. A lot of people said, well, he's just, he's just making the well, same film over and over again. Well, Gangs of New York was more of a period thing, but the rest of them are, yeah. But you know. Oh, the, the rest of them are. You disrespect me! You disrespect me! I'll show you respect all that. Yeah. It's and then that. the wife's going, no, why can't I have a smoke? What's the matter with you? I finally got, and I've not, I, I just opened the package today and I've not checked to see if there's any extras on there. But I finally got the Mr. Rogers documentary Blu-ray oh, from nice. the States. Oh shit, Blu-rays are region locked. Are they? Yeah. I wonder if it'll work on my PlayStation. I'll check. It might not work, actually. But, um, yeah, Blu-rays are region locked. Anyway, well, we'll see. But uh, hopefully there's some extras on there. But you watched the yeah. amazing Jonathan documentary, documentary yeah, today. today that I saw a couple of weeks ago with it, my big sis. It's just uh, become available on Sky Cinema. Mm. Or Sky Store, rather. And, um, Keep your mind up, please. Consistency is what we Sky want. Sky Store, you know, where, the one you, where you have to buy it. Uncle Dre would never get something like that wrong. That's not. So, <laughs> I watched that film, yeah. and that is some film. It's got, it's got so many twists, and I don't really know exactly what I saw. Still, oh, it's it's you don't believe a lot of it. Again, we're tre treading very carefully. There are two amazing Jonathan documentaries. There's the one where we I can't remember what it's called, and I apologise. Well, there's one on YouTube that's free and is great, and mm -hmm. I think you should watch that, Catherine. They're two different stories. Filmed around the same time, but two completely different stories. From what you've said to me, the first, the one that we The one on YouTube, and we and had we the had director the on the on, show. The, is more of a um, biography. Yeah, uh, biography and focusing on something very specific in his recent history. Okay, and this one is more about kind of a battle of wits yeah. between him and the documentary maker. It's about lying, it's about... Appearance uh, of reality, illusion. ...being believed, it's about scamming, it's about drugs, it's about... It's great. Death. Yeah. It's, uh, but you don't believe a lot of what you saw in that film. I think that the main message of that film was to question everything. Mm. And just when you think you've got a handle on what's going on, then something else happens, and then something else happens. So I think I need to watch it again. But it's certainly one of those films where I'm going to think about it or not. What was interesting, and this isn't, I've got, uh, we will say this carefully, James, I'll come to you in a second, because I don't want to give away anything in the, that happens in the film, but, uh, uh the, 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 when I saw the film, they had a Q&A afterwards with Louis Through, the director, and the producer. Uh -huh. And the producer said there's a real problem at the moment, in that, because of Netflix and Amazon Prime, documentaries are big, right? Everyone's making documentaries, and he said... He says it in the film, doesn't right, he? Right, he says so many times... He's got two, three, four people coming to him pitching the same documentary because they all want to get in on the action. And he mm. says he has to be so careful as a producer now, if he's going to invest in a documentary, he has to make sure that there's nobody else involved who's also sniffing around that story. And as Netflix has, has done that. Well, this documentary is certainly one of a kind. No one's going to do that one. Um, 0344 Good evening, James. Hello, good evening. How are you both? Um, all right. Feeling very tired. Um, looking for the builders 
is their last day tomorrow, then I'll have my main bathroom ready, which is great. I'm looking hey. forward to a bath on Saturday night. Looking forward to having a tidy house once I've cleaned up. Feeling very tired. A little bit Builders teary. take it out of you. Sorry? Builders take it out of you. They're Jeez. exhausting. Even though you're doing nothing, oh, so sitting stressful. on the sofa, it's exhausting just having them around. It's so, I, you can't relax. And, and they also, they're, they're really nice guys, but I feel terrible because th- they come in at eight and let themselves in and I get up about 11 and they're, they're drilling right next door to me, but I can sleep through it. Yeah. But because I'm not feeling great, um, uh, because I'm not feeling, I've just been told I can watch the, the, the Mr. Won't You Be My Neighbour. Blu-ray. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, because I'm not feeling great, I'll get up about 11, then I'll go back to bed about 2. And actually, who cares what they think? I'm, I'm, I'm earning enough to pay them, so it don't matter. But I still think, oh God, this must look awful. This lonely, you know, guy just getting up for three hours, playing with his cats, and then going back to bed. And you yeah. can't relax. And I stressed about my cats as well, because you don't want them jumping around the builders. No, or I mean, mine to, are indoor cats as well, so I I've had to keep the kittens in the living room. Lucky Although they is, have made their mark on the building work, haven't they? Oh, they've put paw prints on the concrete. Lucky is not, hey. I'm not really seeing much of her. Mucky is, it's, it, I don't know. I just want it done. But then they're going to finish that tomorrow. Then they're going to come back in a week to do the ensuite. I said, how long will that take? Is it four days? I'm thinking, oh man, four days. Please. It won't. It, it won't. never does. It won't. It won't. Anyway, James, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I was just calling regarding the Irishman, even though there was no Irishman in it. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I was at the premiere a month or two ago. Oh, yes. Um, got a bit starstruck when Al Pacino started signing stuff, and all I could think of Kat's impression of him, in his, fa- in his face, I just went, Ow! Hoo-ha! Oh, no! You did, you did not! You did not! I did. <laughs> James! And what I did he say? He just said, He's just a, he's a mumbler now. That was, I don't know how I don't know how he did kept you, it together. For did the you film. meet Al Pacino? <laughs> yeah, second, third time I've met him actually. Whoa! Yeah. Jerry, I thought I thought I thought you only stalked us. <laughs> you stalked <laughs> diminutive, <laughs> bankrupt Italian American actors. Um, well, hang, well, and, and you didn't do a whole heart to him. I did in his oh, face. Shit. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And he had a ponytail that was held on by. Sticking plasters, by the looks of it, at the back. It's really interesting. Uh, well, and the ponytail, of course, is to cover the bald spot on the top of the head. One would I- I- imagine, <laughs> or maybe the whole thing was a wig. Cause I do he... love him though. Oh, he's, I mean, he's brilliant, <laughs> and he's great in this. He's okay. He's got a funny haircut in it. The, what I wanted to say is his hair in this CGI as well, because it doesn't make it just defies all sense of physics. <laughs> There's no sideburns. It looks like a. Like There's a no sideburns, and it like kind of goes up at the side, and then it's. Sort of slick back, but in a way that just I can't not natural comprehend. So I mean, uh, the, the CGI held up pretty well at the cinema, to be honest. Except they just look like old men, and Al Pacino talks like an old black man now. He does talk like a very old. Well, <laughs> if you watch an American film from the seventies with an old black man in, that's Al Pacino's voice now. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And so right. when he's a young man, and having known him do films when he was younger, he doesn't sound like young Pacino being young Pacino. And no, it's weird. They should. This is what they should have done. For when they're being younger than themselves, they've, they've got the same old voices. When they're being younger than themselves, they should have filmed those, they should have done those scenes ever so slightly slower in terms of movement. Just so they can then speed the film up, just a click, just a click, so then the movements are normal speed and the voices just go up 
slight semitone. There are enough young actors who can do more than hoo-ha, right? Yeah. Who could do a passable impersonation of both of those actors and would be better than what sounds like flipping robo-gangsters. Yeah. Right. We're not short of them. So I think, you know, Godfathers worked like that. You know, they had different actors playing yeah. different generations. They could have done that easily. Yeah. I tell you what, it, it, three and a half hours in the cinema with no Wii is a, that oh, was a try. I've, I've watched an hour and 20 minutes and I've, I've paused it eight times already. So, um, right. I'm there, James. Oh, listen, I've got to move on. I'm late. Thank you. 0344 499 1000, The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sorry, guys. I uh, just do, do something online. Sorry. Mm. Is it eBay? It can't be. Um, no, it's not eBay. 
now? Just can you just bear with me, please? Give out the number. Do, do oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, you listen to the late night alternative with me, Catherine Boyle, and um, today I slept till one in the afternoon. Make it interesting if you can. I'm, I'm just telling him about my life. I'm you just do. trying to do something on here. It's all you do, wanging on. What did I do? Wanging oh. on. <laughs> that's not what I heard. Well, wow. That's your problem. You're everywhere. Oh, yeah. On the mind, oh, on the brain. So, yeah, slept till about one o'clock. Cat uh, didn't smack me in the face like she did yesterday. She did a few pats in the face yesterday, and then I noticed, because I was ignoring her, she got one little claw out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a good old jab with that, which I couldn't ignore, because I thought she, the next stop, Slashville. <sighs> you got cat? Right, oh, three, you're, four, four, nine, nine, you're out of order. You saw me doing something online I shouldn't have been doing, and you didn't stop me. What were you doing? I bought us tickets to see Barry Manilow on June the 4th at the O2. <laughs> and you should have stopped me, because I got quite expensive ones. Block B near the front. <laughs> <laughs> Block B, block we more like. Block B, I've, I've, I've just spent <laughs> a lot of money on tickets. That's exciting. It's exciting. Would you want to see Barry Manilow with me? <laughs> June the 4th. Happened, I would. 2020. We'll have some time on our hands. Um, uh, just, it, we were playing Barry Manilow. I thought, well, I, I, I've always regret not going to see him. And then I just Googled, oh, he's doing a tour next year. We will have some of that. Thank you, Mr. Manilow. Thank you, Mr. Manilow. Oh, it's did Jimmy no. Savile. No, 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 no. Thank you very much, um... Thank you very, very much indeed to uh, Barry Manilow. We're looking forward to seeing you. And uh, raise a glass to all of the heroes. Chin, chin. All, all the heroes. All the heroes. And I would say someone like Barry Manilow is like a true hero. Like more so than like a soldier or something. How so? I think he's done better stuff. Like what? Um, Mandy. He... Mandy's better than war. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Catherine, what have you brought to the party? So many wonderful tonight? things. Shall we'll I play a game in a bit. I feel like we should play a game, but I don't know what. I mean, see, I've got a list of games in here. I feel we should do something fun. But go on, you tell us. I get paid £200 an hour to pop balloons and wrap men up in cotton wool. Could you stop showing off about your hobbies and... Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Go on. It's, it's me side gig. Yeah. Uh, to satisfy their bizarre fetishes. Oh, OK. We're, 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 we're fe fetishes. We're like fetishes. Here's the thing. If you can think of it, Someone gets off on it. You, you could, you, imagine, imagine any, imagine something. And also, people are getting off on things you cannot imagine. But, well, someone imagines it. Well, they do. Mm. Like that story about the, um, shaped branches. Up the bum hole. Yeah. Um. Uh, if you missed the first hour, it's you, pretty much what we just said. Yeah. It's not a classic show tonight, but I would certainly, I wouldn't delete it. No, I think it's been, um, actually quite excellent. I don't, no, I don't think so. All right, well, in comparison. Lily and Autumn giggle as they sit on the bed blowing up balloons, but they're not mums getting ready for a child's birthday party. I blew up a balloon in one puff the other day. It wasn't technically a balloon. It was uh, the kid's Christmas fate. Uh, Santa Claus, what are talking about? Father Christmas. Um, I hate when people say Santa. It's Father Christmas. Father Christmas gave out inflatable candy canes. Big old things. Oh. And all the kids were asking me to inflate their candy canes. Steady on! And I was able to do it in one puff. Talent. Yeah, it is actually. I believe that since my life began, the most I've had is just a talent to amuse. 
Hey ho, if love were all. Do you know that song? If I did, I don't anymore. I know songs for every occasion. <laughs> every occasion. Do you not know that song? No. Who was that? I believe. No, I, I don't know it. I don't know it. That since my life began. Singing it loud is not going to make me know it. The most I've had is just Hello? a talent to amuse. Hey, oh, love with all. Still don't know it. Your voice goes right through <coughs> me, you know. Thank you. I'll take that as a great compliment. I think it could smash a glass. Just a little bit more pressure. Lily, who features in ITV's A Very Yorkshire Brothel, which airs, uh, well, it says tonight, but this is from, this is quite old. Um, it's on a Monday, I happen to know. Explains that the first... Monday night's brothel night. It's actually quite good. Explains the first time a customer asked for the service, the first series of, um, I think it was called A Very British Brothel, they bought a camper van. So they could do, you know. Lily, who features in ITV's A Very Yorkshire Brothel, which airs on Monday nights at 10.45, explains the first time a customer asked for the service, she found it impossible to keep a straight face. Every time I popped one, I got giggles, she said. It was really fun. I got paid to giggle for an hour. She now has a number of clients with the same penchant. Well, the, it's obvious where the um, getting off on a, on a balloon popping comes from, mm -hmm. being a kid. Parties. Yeah, parties, being a kid, mummy's giving you attention, daddy's giving you love, you're popular, you're attractive, people are there, boom! Oh, Ooh, shocking. Naughty. Oh no, please don't. What are you doing? I want to play this song to you, it's one of the best songs ever. I don't... problems I have with you. <laughs> I educate you. Oh God, don't, I, please. Could you do it non-musically? I... <laughs> <laughs> this 
this Julie Andrews. Yeah, it's Julie Andrews, yeah. <laughs> what fine. I do is, here's the thing, you laugh at me, you mock me, and I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm a jester. You're not, I'm a clown. You're not fine with it, you get all upset. I'm a je- I don't get upset. I'm a jester, I'm a clown. I'm here to, to, I believe that since my life began, the most I've had is just a talent to amuse, hey ho, if love, we're all. Um, <laughs> so I don't mind it. This is what I'm Good. put on this earth to do. Laugh with me, laugh at me, I don't care as long as you're laughing. But Catherine, <laughs> I bring so many riches to your world. You make me ears bleed. I... I just mouthed the C word to Catherine. Some of you on DAB may have actually heard it. I bring so many riches to your I know so much. I know so much and I'm happy to share it. I'm the happy humblest to, guy. I'm the most humblest guy I know. I'm happy to share it with you. I'm happy... I know. What I want... What I want is for your life to be enriched. Yeah. But you've got to open up. Open up and let me in. Please let me come inside you. Please, Catherine, I'm begging you. Open up and let me come inside you. What? I want to come inside you and make your life better. I can give you something. Yeah, I've, yeah. That I've got one. <laughs> I can give you something that yep. will enrich okay. you. Yep. I want to, yep. I want to, I want to... I don't want you to impart anything. I want to come inside no. you. I want to spray all over you. All of this knowledge, this this stuff I have. It's a Noel Coward song. Yeah. If love were all. Yeah. And uh, it's I him... tell it we're old, Mike. It's him questioning his abilities. All I've had, I believe that since my life began, the most I've had is just a talent to amuse. Well, that's not true, Noel. But that's how I feel about myself. Um, you probably think that you have no talent. But that's possibly true in your case, Catherine. But it doesn't... doesn't have to always be like that. So one day, please, why don't you come around my house, open up for me, let me inside you. Let me come inside you and enrich you. Let me fill you up. No, seriously, I'm all right. Okay. I'm all right for that. Okay, well, I offered, guys. Yeah. I, you heard? I would say ins- almost insisted. I thought I got You heard, dear listener, I asked. Yeah. She said no. Okay, yeah. away you go. And, yeah. Away you go. After this break. <laughs> the radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Um. Anyway. Catherine was telling a mocky story before I tried to educate her with some classical music. But, uh, where you go, Catherine? Let's hear. Lily now has a number of clients. Who's this? Lily. Lily. Lily Pictures w- of Lily. Lily loves it, her name is, actually. Okay. I don't think that's her real name. Let's do songs with Lillian. Pictures of Lily. Lily the Pink. You've got to sing it. Let's drink a drink a drink to Lily the Pink a pink. But you can pink. only, you've got to sing the bit where the name comes in and nothing else, so. Pictures of Lily. Lily the Pink, the Pink, the Pink. There's got to be more. There's it's a just... song about Lily Langtree, isn't there, but I can't remember what it goes. Oh, it goes. oh dirty Maggie May. Oh, that's Maggie May. Two songs about Maggie May. Oh. Um, Lily. I think we're done. Could be. Away you go. Every time I pop one, I got giggles, she said. Oh. It was really fun. I get paid to giggle for an hour. She now has a number of clients with the same penchant, adding, some like you to pop them between your legs and some with your hands. I've got a guy who likes me to bounce on them till I pop them with me ass. <laughs> no two days at same. Lily is one of ten escorts who work at Sheffield City Sauna, run by mum and daughter team Kath and Jenny. Not this Kath. 
Any special re- uh, clients pay a £15 entrance fee plus £30 for 15 minutes of a single sex act, such as straight sex, or £50 for half an hour. Any special requests, such as food play, S&M, or balloon popping, cost more as the girls set their own prices. What do they call that? Sloshing. Sloshing. I've I've seen... I remember seeing sloshing on something like Rapido or Euro Trash Uh years ago, and even then thinking, these are beautiful women with beautiful bodies, and they're covered in cream and... Custard. Custard. I do like custard, mind. I like... I do not think food should be brought up to the bedroom unless you're taking a round of toast up... To go, to go and then to ha- eat it and then yourself. have a nap. Yeah, I don't think food should be used in the bedroom mm. for sexual. Oh, what, are you gonna get a carrot? I mean, what is? Oh, grapefruit. God. Well, grapefruits, of course, would be bad for sex. You know, grapefruits. You're uh, not allowed to have them if you're having certain medications, are you? It cancels out. Grapefruit is stronger than the med- medicine. Grapefruit, what is that the thing? Grapefruit is stronger than medicine. Mm. Almost any medicine you're taking, grapefruit will counteract it. Why did mums eat grapefruit in the 1980s? They were all doing it. I, we used to have grapefruit for breakfast. Yeah. But it was horrible. With sugar the, on it. Just like literally <laughs> half a bowl of sugar on it. Yes. To get it tasting. What was that? That was, the grapefruits were like avocados now. Oh, they're, they're, grapefruits are horrible, aren't they? Really, really unpleasant. Anyway. Have you finished your story? No, not nearly done. Not even nearly done. We've got no calls. I've got no content, so you take your time, love. Although prostitution is legal in Britain, if you're working alone, two or more women working together is classed as a brothel, meaning cities' activities are against the law. What did we call it? When? Food sex. Sloshing. Sploshing. Sploshing. Thank you, Peter. Peter knows about it. Thank uh, uh, sorry. Uh, thank you, Has Anonymous. A friend. Thank you, Anonymous. Right. Anonymous knows about it. Because people you. like wrestling and... Oh, I could get... I could kind of get wrestling. Yeah, because there's a sort of submissive There's dom a submissive, thing. little bit of close physical f- frottage. Yeah. It's the, the, the submission of it, the power. I could kind of get that. I could kind of get that. I get most things. Yeah. It's just shit and food that I really struggle <laughs> with. <laughs> Those two things are the ones. That's, that's a firm no. Those two <laughs> are the ones that really have very little interest in whatsoever. <laughs> Carry on with your story, Catherine. Thank uh, you so much. Jenny and Catherine determined to change that. In an episode two of the ITV show, they joined forces with the Hampshire WI. Join, this is brilliant. Forces. This is brilliant. They yeah. joined forces with the WI from Hampshire, and they're all kind of older, you know, middle-class ladies of a certain age who have got no experience of that side of life at yeah, all. Yeah. But there's a sisterhood there, and it's quite beautiful. Yeah. Um, a lot of massage parlours have been closed down, and that forces girls out onto the streets, says Kath, yeah. 56. Why can't they make these places legal so girls can work in safe environments? That does, on a serious note, that does make perfect sense. Yeah. Here's the subtitle. Oh. Vacuum beds and cotton wool fantasies. Are you listening, David? Inside the, it's not what, um, the, no, va- I know what the vacuum bed thing. This is where you get, I'm assuming you, you get know, like you can get, yeah, you know, like you can get on, on channels like QVC where they say, why put your clothes into a winter wardrobe and p- pack them away when you can you put them in these bags them. and like, sh- yeah, shrink. I, I did it once. It worked a treat actually, which was a lot of faff. Yeah. They put the person in there. Inside the pebble dashed white building on the busy Attercliffe Road. The pebble dash is that? That's, that's what the outside of okay, the building right, looks like. Okay. 
Um, Jenny opens her emails to find a strange request. Do any of your girls do vacuum beds, she reads out loud to her bemused mum. A quick Google search reveals a sinister-looking fetish that involves a person being completely covered in a latex, latex bag with a suction pump to suck all the air out until they can't move and only a small air hole for breath. A, a, a what hole? Air hole. What is up with some people, asked Jenny incredulously. Fetishes are getting more and more common and stranger, she adds. I'm quite a prude. I don't know where they get these fantasies from. Uh, so... <laughs> the girls charge up to £100 for half an hour for special requests. The most common are S&M, golden showers, or food play, also known as sploshing. Kath thank reveals... Thank you, thank you, thank you Anonymous. <laughs> last week we had a man who wanted to be wrapped in cotton wool. Imagine. City sex worker Autumn says she'll consider pretty much any practice from A to Z. She adds, I'm happy to take a pair of floggers and go to work on you. Tramping and ball busting. Flipping heck. The most popular request, she says, is Nuru, a body-to-body massage using massage lotion all over. So this is, I've heard of this, this is where you, they cover themselves in massage oil and just like, yeah, wriggle on slide you. up and down you. <laughs> she says on here, <laughs> it's a slippery sliding massage, which is always good fun, because I usually manage to slip off the end of the bed in a heap, which is never Fly very attractive. Fly out the attractive. window, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Fly out the window. She says it's like playing naked twister with lube. Gosh. So, yeah, there's that. It's quite a good show, that. I think it's, uh... Close our computers. Yeah. Close our computers. Let's, uh, let's I, I, talk. Let's talk. I got something I want to tell you. Oh. Madly in love with you and I want you to marry me. No, sorry, that was, uh, that was private. Um, what should we talk about? Oh, don't say that. Let, when you say we need <coughs> to talk, that means you're going to introduce the topic. Everyone knows that. I don't have a topic. I'm just waiting for... Oh, are we allowed to talk about the brilliant thing your eldest did? Yeah. Because that, that's, this is brilliant. Yeah. Are you, do, you, do you want to talk about it yeah. or not? You don't have yeah, to if you don't yeah, want yeah, yeah. to. I think this is a brilliant, brilliant thing and um, shows A, you're bringing your kids up well. B, that your kids are very clever and, and what we used to say in the old days, think outside the box. Yeah, ingenious. Uh, go on, this is good. In English, uh, they're reading Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And they were given a homework where they had to... A homework? Yeah, some work at home. Homework. They were given homework. They were given homework. <laughs> You've got some homework. stuff in your chin that looks like dribble, but I think it's just glitter. Is it gone? No, it's like a, it a, might be an spit. inverse b- bindi. Gone. Oh. <laughs> Why does human? You, Kath just licked her chin. Yeah. Why does human breath stink so much? Um. I mean, I, I can only imagine other people's. Mine's obviously fresh as a day. Oh, it's horrible. If you, right, lick the back of your hand and then smell it. No! It stinks. It stinks. I've everyone, had to smell coffee, I've just had coffee. Everyone at home, lick the back of your hand <laughs> and then sniff it. It's horrible. Why, that's why we have mints. That's why we brush our teeth so regularly. That is... That's, regularly. That's the correct way to say it. So say it again. Regularly. That's how it's spelled. Spell it. Regularly. Is how you spell it. Regularly, regularly. <laughs> R e g a l u r l y. Regularly. <laughs> That's how it's spelled, right? Regularly. How is it spelled? Regularly. Spell it. R e g u l a r l y. R e g u l a r l y. Uh huh. Regularly. Regularly. No, but you put an I in it. Regularly. No, I'm putting the, yeah, the R in did. it. Regularly. 
Are you being... Don't pronounce it like ordinarily. You pronounce it properly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the only person I know that pronounces February properly. February. Yeah, with the R. I pronounce the R because February. it's there. February. February. Some people just say February. I don't... Why do we say Prime Minister? Pri, we say Prime Minister. We, you say it. Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Why do we say Prime Minister? Why don't we say Prime... Prime Minister. Prime Minister. <laughs> because it sounds it's silly. It's time for Prime Minister. <laughs> and here's your host, Priscilla <laughs> <Mr>. Black. <laughs> <laughs> but people, they don't... They say Prime Minister. Minister. A lot of languages do that elision where they'll slide one sound into the next because it makes it sound <laughs> better. What? But it, it shouldn't. It's Prime Minister. Yes, uh, I have a question for the Prime Minister, please. <laughs> Why do people say Prime Minister? Prime Minister. Prime Minister. From now on we say Prime Minister. Prime Minister. But the Prime, the title Prime Minister. As in Primo, Prime. I know what Prime means. Yeah. I know what Prime means. It just means like the Bumlick Minister. It means the absolute tip of most, the top of most. It means like the Bumlick Minister. I'm I'm the Prime Minister. No, I'm the Prime Minister. Because there are other ministers, but then there's the Prime Minister. This one is the Prime. Yeah. He's Prime for it. (laughs) Or she. Yeah, he. Um, I think we can say that without breaking the rules of Ofcom or Perda. Um, So go on, your daughter. Yes. Biggum. Big and she's 11. Why don't you... I think I know the reason. I know my reasons. Yeah. Why don't you say their names? Because I've worked at a place where we ended up with a stalker and he was looking people up using the electoral roll. Oh, I, so yes, I remember. I've heard of this. I, this was before I was married. So I said to myself, when I get married, I won't ever reveal what my married name is on air. Because I won't make it easy for them. If someone wants to find out, they'll find out somehow. It's Stromboli. <laughs> um, but also, um, oh, they didn't choose this job. It's got nothing to do with mm. them. And um, also, I think there's a lot of power in knowing someone's name. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's up to them whether they want. When to I was in the job, I never mentioned the boys' names because I mean, I'm, I, I have been significantly higher profile than this and, mm-hmm. the, and you. And I've always maintained that your thing that this, they did not choose this job. They have not chosen this lifestyle. Also, you start introducing them as part of the quote unquote act or mm. whatever, then you can't say when well, people start prying further than you're comfortable and with. And we've been very careful in that we, we, we've both had our kids on the air. Um, but we've, we've never mentioned that. I think actually when mine came in, that, I think they might have leaked, they might have said something where, where you could have worked out what her name was. Um, uh, and that is slightly different from certainly never allowed photographs, certainly yeah. never sold photographs, yeah. uh, I, I, which I think is selling photographs of your kids. I think is just despicable because once you've sold a photograph or allowed a photograph of your kids to be published, that's, that's it. it. You can never, you could, you can be papped out with your kids. If you see some c- celebrities out and they're papped with their kids, the kids' faces are blacked out or, or, or pixelated because that's the rule. It's but not if, that they're just unfortunate no, looking. <laughs> but if you've sold a photo of your kids. Then that rule, I don't think, applies. No. That means they're, they're, they're out. They're out in the public, and yeah. so a picture of them could appear in the you're, newspapers. You're deemed to have given permission. Yeah. When I was <laughs> in the jungle, and they were really, really, it turns out, trying to find out... I'd split up with my wife, and I was living separately, but we pretended that we, we hadn't. We hadn't kind of come out yet. And I'd made the bold, yet yeah, possibly foolish 
in retrospect, not really, but at the time, decision that this was going to be the first time I went out without wearing my wedding ring. Even though we hadn't been married for a long time, I was still wearing it, and I thought, well, I'm not going to. And two days before I went in the jungle, I had to do like a little press conference in the Versace Hotel with the star, the sun, the mirror, and someone else. And it was all very friendly, and the producer said it'd be really friendly, really, really nice. And it was. It was lovely. What do you think about this? What, do, what will you bring to the jungle? Uh, last, last question was from the sun, I think. Uh, and will you be looking for love in there? I said, no, 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 I'm married. She went, oh, where's your wedding ring gone? And, and I did a, um, what Jeremy Corbyn did with the Queen's speech. I went, uh, uh, I, I just, I choose not to wear one. And the producer's coming, okay, I think we're done here now. <laughs> and then the whole time I was in. That was the obsession. That was them trying to find out. Um, w- whether I was married, so I went to my wife's house and my in-laws' house, and that's why my agent was doing everything he could to stop that story coming out because he knew that it would upset a lot of people. Um, and that's why when the story of me doing the jungle to pay for my mum's care home, which is not a true story, but when that came out, that was an assumption that was made. That was an assumption <laughs> because they'd heard an old podcast of this show. My agent then said, "Oh, I couldn't possibly comment on that." But it might be. Uh, and he didn't lie to them. They didn't say, yeah, it is. He said, I can't comment, but yeah. it, it might be something like that. They uh, took it and They ran. took it and ran with it. And it took the heat off of my family. And, and but my also that, had, that was also a defence, wasn't it? When he, and you have never named your family, any family no, members, really. Never named apart my wife. from your, I think your sister you've named. Yeah, yeah. Because she's taken part in the programme. Stromboli. Yeah. Yeah. Stromboli. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You never, I've never named my husband on air either. No. This is why I was so angry. People know who my my, my ex is, and, and uh, I've never never named her. This is why I was so angry when I was on Matthew Wright's TV show, and they promised me four times they weren't going to talk about the divorce. Yeah, exactly. They'd asked. That was the worst. They'd thing. asked, and then um, he kept asking about it straight into it, and I was being very calm and cool, but I could see they had her name in the auto queue, and that's when I got a little bit angry, thinking if he says her name. I'm going to get so much shit from people that actually I don't I don't want shit from, um, and, and so that's why well, as soon as I saw her name, that's when I get a little bit stronger in the confrontation. Up until then, I'm kind of hey, I'm, I'm cool. You were kind of prepared for it though, weren't you? Because the producers had rung you up prior to that. They'd spoken to my agent. They'd spoken to me on the telephone twice. And you said to them categorically, "We're not no, discussing that." No, I was booked in before that came out. And then they on the morning they they spoke to me and said and asked, and I said no, and they said okay, fine. And then you see it in the auto queue. Imagine. Well, then he, and then Daisy Sampson was there, and she no. said, Daisy, "Daisy McAndrew." Yeah. No. Yeah. Daisy McAndrew. Yes. It used to be Daisy Sampson before she got married, I think. And she said, um, "Just be prepared. I think he's going to ask you." And I said, "Do you really?" I'm so naive. I went, "Do you really think so?" She went. I really think he might, he's old school paper, and I, I yeah. just think he might be, just just have something up your sleeve in case he does. But let's remember, you were going on there to read the newspapers, you weren't going on there to be interviewed. I was going there to read the newspapers and talk about the jungle. I was like the guest of the, the star guest, so I was getting like 250 quid, I was on there for two days, I was booked. And and he was so nice, the thing, I've always got on with Matthew Wright, I've always got on with him. I don't know him very well, but we've always got on. And we got there, and uh, before the show, and I'm chatting and we're laughing, and the rumours were about him joining talk radio and I was talking about that and he was so nice and then he just went into this thing that we had agreed wouldn't be spoken about. I I felt so betrayed by that. So let down. So let down. But I also wasn't going to storm off on camera camera, because I thought well then they've got a clip they can use forever. So when it came to I just sat there fuming and looked at 
Daisy McAndrew, she kind of did this really, really sorry that happened, are you okay kind of face. And, and I couldn't look, I should have looked at Matthew and said, I didn't. And then when it got to the break, I thought, right, I'm going to give him the, I was fuming, couldn't breathe properly, I'm going to give him the chance to explain. I said, Matthew, what was, what was that man? Your producers agreed. Well, no, listen, I, I will, I will ask, that was an important question and people want to know. And I, and I just let know, I said, Matthew, you're a C. I'm going home. And I got up and walked out and the producers tried to calm me down. I told them to F off. And the producers like, whoa, 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 don't speak to us like that. And I was very calm. I just said, why don't you go and F off? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, you can keep your money. I don't want the fee for this. I'm out of here. But you stitch me up. You know you stitch me up. You can F off. Oh, it was awful. Awful. But, uh, and But this is the thing, right? Yes. There is no legitimate journalistic reason no. to <laughs> ask you about that. It's not like... You were going on as part of a showbiz family, the da- you know, the the patriarch no. of a showbiz family, some a family that you had brought into the limelight. You know, there's an argument now, Matthew Wright having had pictures of his baby put in various magazines. If anything, God forbid, if anything goes wrong with his family, yeah. he has questions to answer. Yeah, uh, and we had a little bit of a spat on Twitter that day, and his defence was, look. I had Tony Blair in, and I asked him about Iraq when we were told not to ask him. I treat all my guests... Different. That's in the public interest. I didn't didn't start an illegal war where a million people died. I'm I'm a bloke just trying to muddle through my life. What is in the public interest is very different from what might titillate some members of the public. So I was really disappointed in Matthew, because I'd always liked him up until then. I'd always got on really well. I've heard from some people he can be a little bit tricksy to work with. That's none of my business. That's that's But you know what? Sometimes rumours... Show business is quite gossipy, and some people get a bad rap, don't they? Oh, yeah. But I I was so disappointed in that and I would, do you know what, if he sincerely, privately contacted me and said, I, I think I was wrong then and I, I'd really like to apologise, I would, I, would, I would consider that and I would probably take that on board. If he did it privately, took me to one side, I would consider that very, very seriously. I nearly reached out to him the other day when all the news stories, I did try, I tried to reach out yes. to him, all the news stories <laughs> going on about him mistakenly being sacked. Everything is a lot more complicated than people being sacked in this place at the moment, and more will be revealed in time. But I checked his Twitter, and if his, this is what an idiot I am. If his DMs have been open, I was going to send him a DM saying, look, I know we don't get on, but I'm sorry you're going through this. I hope you're okay. Instead, I tweeted the news story and tweeted, has anyone got a job? He thought that was about him. You think that, yeah. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, because he's liked, I, I did a kind of thing the next day saying, oh my God, I didn't, this was so, this tweet was about me asking for a job, in no way was it Matthew, but I s- mm-hmm. can see how it could be read like that. He liked that tweet. Interesting. So, so yeah, I, th- mm-hmm. I think he did. But, I, I felt so betrayed by that. So betrayed, because we'd always got on so well, and it is nobody's business, and here's the thing I'm, I, I learned, I was kind of learning before that, and I certainly learned at that point, his argument was, but you've talked about it on your radio show, so it's out there. And I said, no, the rate, I said, all right, I- I've been slightly naive since coming back from the jungle. I've been talking about this stuff for 20 years on the radio. No one's listened. And of course, now I'm back from the jungle, people are listening and putting in the papers. So there's a slight naivety on my part, and I'll be aware of that. But also, this three hours, this space, this physical and uh, metaphorical space is mine and it's yours, Catherine, right? And we can say whatever we want 
We can reveal as much or as little as we want. And we are careful about how much we reveal. Very, very, oh, very careful. Very, very few times do I get out of the studio and go, I think I said too much. I'm, I'm very thoughtful about how much I reveal, right? And that's entirely up to me. And the thing I'm learning is, I get to decide when I talk about my marriage. And again, there are actually, there are some bits that I can't talk about because I've been asked not to talk about. And I respect, you know, by other, other people involved. And I totally respect that, actually. So, again, it's, that's not even completely in my hands. But I get to talk about my mental health as much as I want to. I get to reveal as much about my sexuality as I want to. No one else, people can ask. It can be ill-mannered to ask. But I'm the only one that's entitled to say, yes, I want to talk about that. Or no, actually, I don't want to talk about it. Unless I had been, but one final thing, if I'd been booked to go on that show to talk about my divorce, and I'd been already, the, the, the deal was, we really want to hear about your divorce and here's the fee. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fine. I've agreed yeah. to that. Um, uh, I gave a talk recently at a company where I was paid primarily to talk about my mental health and my sexuality. So the deal was, I'm going to answer pretty much any question about that. But I wasn't. I was booked on there to talk about the jungle. And after the booking had been made, this story came. Sure. Story. Story. Man alive. Here's the thing. When you read a celebrity's getting divorced, right? And we tend, we haven't really done it on this show. I certainly haven't done it for a long time. You forget that there's people are hurt, man, and their kids are involved. And one, people get hurt and all of that. Divorces suck, whether you're rich or famous or poor. Divorces are horrible. So why, why do we use it for titillation like that? Because some people obviously still see it as a some kind of failure or yeah. some way of leveling you, yeah. bringing you back down to earth. You know, there's still this perception that because you've been on the television, somehow you think you're better than everyone yeah. else and, oh, oh, oh can't hold yeah. on to a marriage. Yeah. Do you know what? There's plenty of people who've never appeared on television who've gone through the same thing. It's very hard being in the jungle, not mentioning that I was living, I've been living in a flat for... 18 months and was divorced. I mentioned it to a couple of people off camera. Yeah. And then and Kez th- came out and dropped, Kez came out and kind of gave it away, apparently. I think they'd been tittle-tattle after that as well, though. Really? Mm. With whom? I think some members of the crew were leaking. No, I was saying stuff when we weren't, there was no one around. Mm. Mm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also, you can say and not say yeah. what you want to. The fact that I acknowledge that I've got a family doesn't give everyone a right to no. find out what their names are. No. And that was the difference, right? With the, with the, what happened on the right stuff. They were going to put a picture of her and her name. Yeah. Crazy. What, also, what does that add to anybody's life? And also, obviously, bearing in mind, you know, that would cause problems. Yeah. Uh, in other workplace. You know, it's not a great, doesn't help anybody. No. Doesn't help anybody. It's not like I was married, to, you know, to, to the only Joan fam- Collins. Well, the only famous person I could think of was Queen Latifah. <laughs> I don't know why she popped into my head. An amazing woman, but not. But anyway, you know. So, um, and, and so I protect my kid. My, I don't go to like red carpet things at all. I only went to one once, and I didn't know it was a red carpet. I just thought it was free tickets, and, we, and I rocked up. I was like, oh god! But I get invited to loads of like premieres and screenings for kids mm-hmm. for kids films. I'd love to take the kids, but you've got to walk up a red carpet. That's the deal, and have your picture taken. And then afterwards, how do you, what did you think of the film, guys? And my boys, because they're in- oh, my kids would love to be yeah. in the papers. My kids would love to. You know, they want to have their own YouTube channels yeah, yeah, and all yeah. this sort of stuff, and they. And I'm protecting them from it until such time as they appreciate what that could mean. My kids, YouTubers, more than TV for them, but they do say, can you get us on TV? 
And I said, y- yeah, I probably could, but I'm not going to. They don't now because I've explained it to them so many times. I said, I probably could, but I'm not going to. Why? They said, because w- once you open that box, that's it. You're out there. And it, 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 you're too young, I think, to... Listen, when you're, when you're 16, let's have a chat about it then to see if you still want to. And then we'll look at... Uh, we'll see if there's some way that we can get you on there to show off your talent or, or whatever. Not you're just... You're my kids. But then we'll, then we'll yeah. talk about it. When, you, when you're old enough to know... Have a bit more of a grasp as to what it might mean for you. But until then... Enjoy watching me. If it, 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 strangely enough, one of my kids might actually be in a documentary, but that's come up from a completely different route, nothing to do with me. Just him and his friends might be doing this thing mm-hmm. that they, they want to make a film about. That's fine because that's not me going. Um, I don't know if you remember. I stole those strawberries in the jungle, and I think my two boys will be great right, for but, this Jackanory. But also, if he is appearing in a documentary as someone who is under the age of eighteen, they will look after his identity. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and he's not going to be paraded around as guess who his famous parents yeah, yeah, are. No, exactly. That's not the point of it. The point of it is they want uh, four or five, eight, nine, ten-year-olds to do this thing, yeah. and then to be filmed doing this thing. And, and it came through another mum, and I, uh, I, I looked at all of the stuff they want. I looked at the film company and I went, yeah, yeah, this looks great, man. And he's excited, you know. So yeah. we'll talk about Eldest Achievement <laughs> in a minute. And there was something. Uh, 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, Mark. Oh, hi, the boss. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm all right, thank you, Mark. What have you got for us on this wonderful Thursday? Thursday? I thought it was Wednesday. It's nearly <laughs> the weekend. Yes, yes man! <laughs> it's nearly the weekend, Mark! Yeah, you slag. It's not even the weekend. What can we do for you, Cockney Mark? Well, do you know exactly what I could do for you? Because it sounds like you're having a bit of your poo evening, and a lot of people are oh. quite good at phoning you up. Yes. And saying, I feel like this, Ian, and blah, 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 blah. Yes. I thought it was only fair to return the favour oh. and give you a chance if you wanted somebody to have a wee chat with or uh, to have a wee vent with. I don't think there's anything I want to vent about. As I said earlier, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, after a few weeks of feeling awful, today I mm. just feel, so, which is a, a huge improvement from awful. I did 25 minutes <laughs> of housework today, which is great. I watched um, about a third of The Irish Man, the movie. Um, which is awful. It, it's, it's not terrible. It's not great, is it? Uh, I don't no, quite see what the point of it is. And, and, well, I think it's one of those things, Netflix, go, we've got Martin Scorsese, we'll let him do whatever he likes, but you've got Martin De Niro, who sometimes it kind of looks like the film bit as if he's a hobbit, because he looks that wee, like when he's fixing the car. It, he, isn't he just, and he's all, he's all hunched over because he's a 76-year-old <laughs> man in real life, supposedly looking like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> and the thing is, you're supposed to be terrified of him as well. Oh. Maybe he's just this wee old guy. Oh, like, hang on. Like uh, I, are you? <laughs> I, I hadn't <laughs> picked up on that. That I wasn't <laughs> terrified of him. It's not, you know, it's not De Niro of all. I think Pacino's I mean, good in it. I'm, I'm, I'm quite hard. I wasn't frightened for a second. You were what? I, was frightened. <laughs> I wasn't frightened for a second. Mm, quite hard. I could have you in a fight. Easy. <laughs> I could have you. Shut your face. In a split second. Uh, I've got chucks. I've got nunchuckers, mate. 
<laughs> what are you going to do against <laughs> nunchuckers? Straight for the waist, but we're similar heights. I know we're similar heights. I'd, I'd go for the waist. Oh, you go for the waist, would you? Well, that, yeah. you're an idiot because you've just told me your plan of attack. <laughs> so I sidestep that. I get the chucks round the neck. Oh, you're dead, mate. Well, it's over. It's over. Yeah, but as I'm going for the waist, you go for the chucks. I go underneath, shift, chucks at your shin. Um, Chucks at my shin so I can fall down to the floor. That's a great move. But then I've got no <laughs> shame and I've got a big jaw. So I just open my mouth and I rip your willy off with my mouth. <laughs> That's what I do. So you're, you're right. You so I'm on the floor. I've got, uh, you've, you've, you've hurt my shins and your dick's on the floor. Your move, Mark. <laughs> but where are my balls? I've swallowed them. <laughs> and that is your mistake because once they're down and then you can oh lovely balls that's what I go for years and then I took them in your own bum back to front you get just a lot confused and then I just go for the throw this sounds like a very elaborate attack plan why don't you just well, punch him in the nuts first off here's the thing my, my, my balls I keep really, my balls I just want to kiss him that's the main thing I don't want to fight him I'm just oh saying. you should have said that before I ripped your penis off and before you shoved my balls in my bum back to front Mark. why can't you men just express yourselves <laughs> you should have human said beings. that brother <laughs> I just I just wanted to kiss him ideally that was the main thing but no. I didn't have to rip willies off before it then I'm keen well if sometimes you get the, the old fashioned <laughs> the old-fashioned man. Do you reckon, my boys asked me a question the other day, and mm -hmm. I, I think I know the answer, but do you reckon, this is to Mark and Catherine, Mark first, could you bite someone's finger off? Like, actually, bite it, and put it out and spit it, and spit it on the floor. Mark? No. Why? I think you could bite through the muscle and the skin, but could you bite through the bone? Well, what about I, in the my joint? mind, it would be like eating a chicken bone. Like you could get the the mm. um, meat Kath? and the skin, you could rip it off. What do you yeah, reckon, Kath? I reckon Mark's right. I think that you would get to the bone, and some of those tendons are very tough. Unless you've got what? really sharp fangs. All right. What about the big knuckle? The big knuckle. There's got that's a, that's there's got to be a weakness there. Yeah, is but it you can bends? only do that on like chicken carcasses and stuff because it's been cooked enough to it all like. But supposing you've got strong teeth. You're full of it. You're a dream. What exactly are you planning with My this? boys asked. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I think they wanted to know. And I, I sort of thought you could. You're adrenalized. You're angry. Uh, I think Maybe. you might actually. I read a book once about, um, people that were, um, cast away. And when they were found, the survivors had the remains of their shipmates' fingers in their pockets. Ooh. They've been nibbling on them. Mmm, delicious. It's an amazing book. Heart, Heart of the Ocean, it's called. It's well, there's also, there's a great... I think you could go through the pinky, because the pinky's quite weak. I yeah. broke a pinky because of an argument with a girl before. So you did what, sorry? I broke my pinky finger because of an how, argument with a girl. How did you I break you it? Through that. Well, well, it was New Year, and we had this big argument, and I was like, can you just go away? Can you and just, you, can you just go and away? You, and you indicated <laughs> with the pinky. <laughs> can you, well, just go the away? Worst thing, <laughs> the worst thing is, I, I, I punched the bus stop, like, trying to be, oh, dramatic, and I heard mm. this slight crunch, which made me more annoyed, so I punched it again, oh. and definitely broke my finger, and I have no strength whatsoever. We break <laughs> our little toes about 60 times a year. I know that, yeah. And, and, I, and I, you just don't notice it because the bones in there are so tiny. So we could definitely bite toes off. Oof. And we, yeah. we suspect we could bite a pinky off. But
But a I thumb. Think we do a pinky. Yeah, a thumb is a, a no no. But a better question if you could only bite somewhere once on a victim. A victim? Where would you bite? Where, well, who's, where hang on, who's this victim? What, you've, you found, you've come across a dead body. <laughs> no, like, we could, you're not going to bite somebody. Oh, your enemy. Bite it off because you like them. Yeah, your it's, enemy. But where's the weakest point for a bite? Nose. Oh, it happens, doesn't it? People get their noses bitten off. I don't think a nose would hurt that much. Bloody would. I think there's it loads would, of blood up there. I think it would hurt, but it's, it's mainly gristle. It's mainly gristle. Ear, of course, Mike Tyson did. Mm. Mike Tyson bit an ear off. Mm. I would... I think... Here's what I would do, Mark. Uh-huh. The eye. Oh, my God. But what I would do... Kath, can Ooh. I borrow your face? No. Nope. Let me just borrow your face. <laughs> what I would do... No. Come, just let me... I'm not going to do it. But I would well, grab no, their... I would it, grab their heads. Face. I would suck their eye out. No. <laughs> I would suck their eye out. And then bite. <laughs> That's what I would do, Mark. Suck their eye out. And then I would bite the eye. That's horrific. <laughs> Where would you, you bite, Mark? I has... Oh... I had another thing. I was thinking, like, kidneys or livers. I was thinking on the side. How are you going to get there? Anyway, everyone knows you put eyes know. in, you don't suck them out. Oh, that's true. Um, I mean, if I was going to go for a bite, I would do the same as cat. You could, definitely, go, no, buy, no. You could definitely buy a bollock off. <laughs> hey, do you remember those, um, where were they? Like Kenya or somewhere, these goat herds that do the... Um, the bollock dance? No, that they, they <laughs> literally nip the balls off... The goats. Oh, you know, that, that's what they, they used to like do in Australia with sheep. They, they would bite the testicles off. That was an old farming yeah. method. Up until about 60 years ago, people, I farmers love these would buy. It's an old farmer thing. Biting a goat's belly off. You dropped an F bomb. I know it's because you're getting excited at the thought of farmers and willies, but we have to leave <laughs> it there. Thank you. Good evening, Gatford. Well alive. Gatford? Oh, he's gone. He bottled it. Okay. Um, he bottled it. Do you want to try him again, please, uh, Amy? But yeah, what was I, I listening to or reading? And it was farmers biting balls off of. Why can't you just get like. Right, you know, like a lamb's tail, what they do? Oh, I, I miss do the that? docking. Yeah. They used to, when we had a cocker spaniel, her tail had been docked. I mean, this was, this was. It's really cruel. 25 years ago. Ah. Uh, I mean, is it though? Yeah. Okay, but is it? Yeah. You're saying that. You're cutting a dog's smile off. You know what? The smile is the mouth. No. The it's, there, it's there, it's a little stump. No, but sad. They used to do it so that they wouldn't disturb the, the brush it, it, when they were out hunting. Yeah. Or fighting dogs as well, so they wouldn't. G G Gatford's. Uh, Amy's just typed on the screen. Gatford's got awful signal. He's also got awful content, so no great loss. Jokes, jokes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I miss, I do miss the dogs with the docked tail. Gosh. Yeah, I know it's a terrible, it's not a terrible yeah, thing to it say. Is, it is. But I'm Mutilated dogs. Yeah, I miss, I miss, well, dogs with, with only two legs and wheels on the back. Yeah, but they've not been done for the look of it, have they? Some of them, I reckon. <laughs> I would. My, um, auntie had a dog with, um, with wheels. It's the best thing. Have you ever seen a, like a little Jack the Nipper dog? I don't know what they're called, but a Jack Russell. Jack Russell. Let's see. <laughs> running towards you with wheels, and then and then the, they stop, and the wheels kind of spin them round because of momentum. I love it. This was a boxer. 
um, dog, and the wheels would bounce. It would go so fast that the wheels would be bouncing. I love it. Yeah. More dogs should have wheels. I like um, tortoises with wheels. Yeah, you get that. You get that. That was a horrific story, wasn't there, a couple of years ago about a tortoise who had his um, legs bitten off by rats while he was hibernating, and that's why he ended up with tyres. It was. I thought it was heartwarming. We didn't just have tyres. He had wheels. Yeah, but yeah, proper like. Hey, tell him about terrain vehicle. Tell wheels. him what an idiot you are. In terms of um, pumping up your tyres four, <laughs> four times in the last two weeks. My tyre. This um, is incredible. My tyre alert's been going off in my car on the control panel, saying you need to pump your tyres up. Low pressure alert. Stop slowly and pull over and sort them out, and then reset your tyre pressure monitor and I've been doing it and going, what? I've the done first, it! The first I've time done she it. did it, she sent me a picture with dirty hands going, I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apart from check on Google how much to inflate them by. That's why, so apparently. So you're just putting in like a random amount of air yeah. and not putting in the correct... Yeah. Tell, tell you, you saw, if I pump it up a bit, that'll be enough. They were on like 1.7, I thought. 2.1 should do it. No. It's like... Turns out they needed about 2.9. Were they all like that? They were by the time I'd repumped them, yeah. Oh no! Uh huh. Started out with just one, you see, and then I was. Oh God, you're such an idiot. Turns out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We can't all be good at everything, can we? You can't, can you, Catherine? This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I remember all my life raining down as cold as ice. Shadows of a man, a face through a window, flying in the night, the night goes into morning, just another day, happy people pass my way, looking in their eyes, I see a memory, I never realized, how happy you made me, oh man, but you came and you gave without taking, but I be a singer in a band. I was in a band for a bit, bass, a little bit of bass guitar, backing vocals. I was very briefly. I'd love to be in a band singer. 
Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Have you heard this version? This is the original Barry Manilow version. Oh, no, this is... Oh, yeah, this is him. No, it's not. Where's the Barry Manilow version? Um, here we go. This is it. This is it. This is the uh, Barry Manilow version. Here we go. Oh, am I singing Mandy? Yes. Oh. Singing Mandy. Here we go. No, it's not. There's a version where he sings Brandy is the original thing. Well, they it? just said Brandy and he said But then he said Mandy. Mandy. Um, oh, well, that's life. That's life. We can't, we can't find the Barry Manilow Brandy demo version. That's life. The Late Night Alternative, dear listener, 03... Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, my laptop's closed. Catherine's laptop is closed. We're just sitting here. It's quiet on the phones. That's fine. We're not here next Thursday because there is a general election taking place. I had um, a, a leaflet through my door for an extreme, not even even the option of publicity, for an extreme right wing party Gosh. english jobs for english people no forest it was literally with forest it had that you remember farage's picture of the um the immigrants that were marching towards britain supposedly mm-hmm. that was on there it's not Gosh. it's not brexit or or, or, or ukip it's it, it's extreme far right english jobs for english people um uh english homes for english people um, the, the, the Scotland has the SNP, Wales has Plaid Cymru, well now England has us. And I'm just thinking, oh, but then the, 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 the name of the person, it's all English, 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 then the person had like a very Italian name, it wasn't, but it was something like Vincenzo Vincenzi or something, was the, was the local candidate and i'm thinking well that doesn't sound i know you, you can't judge a person's nationality just by their name but, but they're the ones like, going on about it it sounds like there's some form of immigration recently within your family oh it was horrible i said why are you, why are you putting that through my letterbox i mean it's you know it's, it's quite conservative where i live but by, by quite a huge majority from what i, I can gather but what why do they I mean, it would take some hell of a swing for them to have any impact whatsoever. Really nasty, nasty party. Very unpleasant. Tell us about Biggin. Oh, right, okay. This is good. I like this. So, um, my 11-year-old has a project um, given to her, and it was to do with the book they read in English, which was Frankenstein. Yeah. And she said, I've got to do a model or a diagram, or some sort of representation of Frankenstein's laboratory. And I said, oh, right, so what are you talking? Do you want, I've got boxes in the garage, because I keep all the boxes now, because mm. I've been, you know, stung by this so many times. It's like, I need to make a model. Okay, with what? We haven't got anything. So now, you know, any Amazon boxes that come, they get kept in the garage, ready for model-making purposes. Oh, I've got to put my bins out when I get back home, thanks for reminding You're me. Welcome. <laughs> So I'm getting ready to go out to the garage and get her a, a box. And she said, no, 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 I'm thinking of doing it different. And I went, oh, yeah, how? She went, well, you know, I like playing The Sims. I was thinking maybe I could make the whole cat. Well, it's not really a castle. I said, because I got it wrong. She, she, she said, it's, in the book, it's not. It's, it's just like in a, like a room. Like, yeah, he's kind wow. of got a bed sit from what she was trying to tell me. Yeah. 
um she said so i can make like a creepy house because i know how to do that and i was thinking i could like use the description in the book to make some sort of make the model but it you know and you can move around and i can do different shots of it and i can screenshot it and everything so she, so she wanted to make frankenstein's laboratory with which using, is set in a bed set using the video game the sims. the sims yeah wow. she did it and you know when she suggested That's it part brilliant. of me thought she loves the sims Just she's to gonna play. be doing this for ages let's play some sims boys <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but she did it and she did it pretty quickly and it was good. And I said to her, isn't, isn't it supposed to be more castly? She went, no, 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 it's not. It's supposed to look like this. Wow. And she, like, got proper sort of Victorian-style wall. So I don't paper. really understand the Sims, but you can make you can s- pretty much anything you, can you want You build houses. Right, okay. You can design, you know, the you can work on the layout. You can design the look of them and everything. Um, she didn't put any characters in it or anything like that. It was just what she'd been asked to do to make this laboratory. And she used kind of long lamps to try and make, you know, to make the zappers. And she said, uh, actually, in the book, he, he uses the desk. And so she uses, the, she got this big wooden desk that she put on there. And she decorated it all kind of shabby and spooky. And it was great. And so um, she took some pictures of it. And we didn't hear anything more about it. Mm. Um, and then yesterday when I got in from work, I saw on the fridge, on one of the, under one of the magnets, that she'd been given a certificate by the headmaster. Yes, mate. And it'd been put on his wall of fame, and they write a letter home for the parents. They were and they blown t- away by what she did. Yeah, they take a picture of them holding their work, How and they put funny. it on this wall, and they're she there. Was, and I'm guessing she's the only one that did something as as different yeah. and as, as clever as that. Yeah. Wow. And here's the thing, right, because I'm a big believer that video there is a lot there are a lot of positives from playing video games the sims is slightly more cerebral than a lot of the other stuff but i think there are real positives in playing video games i have earned a lot of money in my career over the past 20 years because of video games i've done a tv show i've done a documentary i've written articles i've done talks and all because i was into video games Mm -hmm. as as a kid which is why i think it's important to incorporate a healthy amount of video games into someone's into a kid's life. Yeah, because but the thing is, a lot of parents, and I've been guilty of this as well, she'll sit on there and play for ages, but I used to. I used to love The Sims when yeah. I, in my early 20s when it sort of first came out. Yeah. I used to love it. And it's so much better now. You can get different sort of expansion packs. Really you get different it. themes. She's it. got vampires. She's got all sorts Jeez. going on. They're brilliant. Uh, they can go off the little, the immediate world in the main Sims game and like go off and to work. You follow them to work. Because what used to happen was, you would get them ready for work, and, and they had to be ready in time to be picked up in a car, and then they'd disappear off. Yeah. And you'd whiz through time for them to come back from work, and then you'd carry on this whole thing of trying to keep them fed and watered and happy and all these mm-hmm. thi- different things. But now you can get expansion packs where they, they disappear off to work, and you've got other things to do in different yeah. places. Um, and, you know, from the outside point of view, and I do control how much time she spends on computer games, so I think the real world has a lot to offer to, yeah, you know, yeah, still. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But it's imagination play. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much like playing Barbies, but better. Yeah. Or, you know, they say, or, or Lego. She's building things. She's, you know, working out what goes where and changing things up and stuff. And I don't see any harm in it at all. In fact, I think that it's pretty good for her. Tony says, uh, you know, you said it's quiet on the phones. I was on hold for 15 minutes and no one answered, just music. Same earlier in the week. Tony, uh-huh. I think that might be, you, maybe, are you sure you're dialing the right number? Because last time someone said that, they were it, ringing was, the old it was number. Lane and he was ringing the old number. So, t- t- Tony, just check 0344-499-1000. We, we can call you, if you text, we can call you back, Tony, if you w- want us to do that. Let's go to Dave. Well done to Biggin. I think that's brilliant. I think yeah. that's brilliant. Uh, hello, Dave. 
Dr. Frankenstein. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Young Frankenstein when I was about... Eleven. Yeah. Didn't understand it. No, Did I... Did not understand I it. I was wondering why Willy Wonka was being weird. Yeah, didn't get it, didn't understand it at all. Although, anything, anything with Colleen Campin. That is Colleen Camp, isn't it, in, in Young Frankenstein, I think? Um, Just say yes. Well, you mean, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. I don't, don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. She's, the, she's the, the, the blonde assistant in it. She's also in no, Game of Death. Um, Terry... No, Terry Gar! Terry Gar! Yeah. Terry Gar! Oh my mm. gosh, look at Colleen Camp now. Don't people age? Yes. That was Terry Gar. I'm a big fan of Terry Gar as well, of course, who stars in uh, the Monkeys movie Head. And she gets um, uh, shot by an arrow and she says, Quick, suck it before the venom reaches my heart. It's a great line. Terry Gar is also in. Now, is. Um, sorry? Tootsie, we She's in Tootsie. She's in is, is After Hours. Is that Scorsese? <sighs> you know um, the film I mean? Yeah, I do know that film you made. Did you watch After Hours with me, Kath? Or have I just said that we should watch it together? Because it's such... I think it's Scorsese... I'm going to say After Hours is Scorsese. Could you, Catherine, would you mind? Such a good film. It's got Dunton... What's his name? Dunton Newton. Newbort Duncan. Um, (laughs) He's in American Werewolf in London. I know who you mean. Uh, Dunn, yeah. Um, Newton Dunn. Scorsese, yeah. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn, Oh, yeah. Roseanne Arquette, Verna Bloom. And Terry Gar's in it as well. She's a weirdo that puts on a monkey's record. Oh, man. Have you seen that, Dave? Oh, I haven't seen it for a long time. I've seen it. I saw Such it a good film. And, of ago. course, the, the um, aborted ending, this is not a spoiler because it's not in there, but there is supposed <laughs> to be an ending where Newton Dunn has to hide from these bikers that want to... Um, Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn, who want to kill him, and he ends up hiding by climbing inside an old woman's vagina. What? Oh, look, uh, Amy, what's going on? Put the mics on. What's happening? We got... What's, are we in trouble? Are we in trouble? What's happened? Uh, it's just uh, a guest who's downstairs. Oh, it's not for us? Presumably not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not for us, but thank you very much indeed. I think um, Daryl has gone that way. We didn't book a guest for him. Daryl's gone that way to get a coffee, I would suspect. That's where he'll be. Um, uh, yeah, oh, that's After Hours is a great, great film. A great, really also, dark. Also, Madeline Kahn's in um, Young Frankenstein. He's fantastic there as well. I, the, the only bit I remember laughing at as a kid was, now... Whatever you hear, <laughs> don't, don't let, let me out. I remember finding that <laughs> hilarious. But I, I found Marty Feldman terrifying. I found it too weird. There's a documentary about Mel Brooks coming out. Oh, is there? Yeah. I just saw the trailer for it, an HBO thing, so it'll be good. Um, I, there's a trailer for it kind of doing the rounds. At the, I saw it on Twitter the other day. For some reason, b- b- because I follow Neil Hamburger... Twitter says, you follow Neil Hamburger, so here are some other American comedians. And I read that, and it shows me about 30 tweets, and I read that twice a day, and I get some really funny, clever stuff from it, which I nick. Uh, but that's where I saw the trailer for the um, Mel Brooks film. Yeah. All right, so back to about an hour ago, or two hours ago. Okay. Uh, songs with Lily in them. There we go. <laughs> But you've got to... Here's the thing, right? You, no, no, no. Don't give me this... Oh, you know you the know rules. You know what's coming. You heard what happened. You've got to sing just the bit with Lillian. So I'll go first, okay. then Catherine, then you. Pictures of Lily. Lily the pink, the pink, the pink. So I said Lily. Lily... <laughs> 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 
Lily, I'm uh, I'm scared. Yeah. Well, hang on. Lily you're thinking by, uh, Lily that, by Kate uh, Bush. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were singing Annie. Are you okay? By um, no, 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 no. Okay. No, it's Lily by Kate Bush. I don't. Off, it, so. I listen, guys. I don't want to fall out about this. You're wrong. Oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to go there then. I'm not going to go there then. I'm not going to go there. But I think she sucks. I hear him. <laughs> I know what. Why don't you? Why, why don't, she's just a poor man's Tori Amos. Shut up. Jokes, jokes. <laughs> I also like Tori Amos, I'm and I don't. To, I'm not mad at her. I interviewed Tori Amos. It was delightful. She told me and my friend Dougie is for a TV show how um, fairies had fixed her car in Ireland. I don't think she was being homophobic. I think she meant actual <laughs> fairies. And the way she said it, we both kind of bought into it. Is there something of the puckrick about her? Listen, I had one interview. I spent half an hour with her 16 years ago. No, she's very, she talks very slowly, very softly, very airy fairy, whereas mm -hmm. Katie is quite, she's a little, Katie's a little bit scatty, but she's also quite, she, she'll deliver. She's sharp, she'll talk, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm sure Tori Amos is very, very sharp, but, but this particular interview. She's um, a bit more California. She was, you know, she, it was like we were sitting on a cloud, right, man. Okay. You know, it was very, very, um, very strange. Like, like she'd rolled her own jet lag. Yeah, we go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where's Katie? I was going to talk to Katie. Katie's disappeared. Can we try and get Katie? What's wrong with... These people, Dave, keep phoning up and then putting the phone down. Dropping like flies. Dropping like flies. Um, no. What's going it's on? It's not there? easy. No, it's, it isn't easy being green. Um, but Kate Bush isn't very good. What? Uh, 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 the... <laughs> Was there anything else, young David? I... I don't think so. I don't think we have any more to say to then him, we're gonna, you. I'm going to say goodbye to you, sir. Kate Bush is great. Don't yes. your bum. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to let's go to Katie. It could be Katie Bush. We just don't know. Good evening, Katie. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Um. Sorry, I hung up. I kind of like chickened out for some reason. Oh no! Did you? Well, well. You listen. If at any point during this phone call, if it gets too painful. If you want to put the phone down, we will think no less of you. We will, in fact, we will respect you even more. Okay, bye. Plunk. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you, Katie? Um, I just wanted to say, really quickly, I started going to NA by last week. Hey, really? Yeah. How, I, how are you finding <clears throat> that? Um, it was really emotional my first time. Yeah. Like... I didn't expect to be speaking or anything, and I, it didn't help that I got there late. But everyone said nice to me, and then, yeah, I don't know. It was my turn to speak, and everyone was like, thank you. And I was like, <laughs> everyone was looking at me, do you know what I mean? Because they, cause they yeah. do it different in different meetings. Were they kind of doing it all, like, in a circle? Like, they go one by one? Or did you have to put your hand up, or was it just everyone else had spoken, and it was you felt you ought to? It was actually... Um, it was it was weird, like, they kind of just say, like, they open the circle and then they just go silent. Yeah. And then someone will just speak at yeah. some point. Yeah, I like the silence. Some people can't stand the yeah. silence. Here's, here's my trick, my trick for sharing in meetings. I try and get in first or second and then I'm done. Because otherwise I spend the whole meeting going, I should say something, I should say, I should really should, oh, he, mm. he got in there, right, I'm going next. And then you're not really listening. And then you're not really listening. So if I get in first or That's second, true. I get the stuff out I need to and then I can sit back and relax and enjoy, enjoy, oh, enjoy the meeting. <laughs> are you, yeah. uh, with, uh, without, you don't reveal, to, uh, you know, anything inappropriate, but are, are there other women there? 
Yeah, and they've all been really nice to me. Good, good, because yeah. quite often I always, um, it's a very male-dominated fellowship, and there are men's meetings, there are women's meetings, but in a lot of the mixed meetings, it can be like one or two women and ten, twenty men. I would imagine it's the same. It's because women often have to stay in with kids and stuff. It's part of that. Yeah. Some, some of the best meetings I've been to, when in some meetings you're allowed to bring kids, and I've had some great times. Um, early on when I used to live in North London, there used to be a lot of meetings where they bring kids, and I'd, I'd go and play with the kids in the hall. I'd go, do you want <laughs> to look after, look after him for a bit while you, you know, you, you enjoy the meeting? Then I go and sit in the hall with the kids and play for 20 minutes. And it's, it's quite supportive like that, but people will go, do you need a hand? Yeah, because otherwise, how would you do it? Yeah, some have got crashes, yeah. some the kid just sits there. Um, and so, but so, okay, so you, 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 you went and there are other women there, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think you're going to go back again? Well, I went to two meetings last week and then I just, like, lost, like, the balls to go yeah i know i just i don't know why i just i didn't go for one night because i wasn't planning on going every single night yeah and then i didn't go for one night and then i was like mm-hmm. and then since then i've just been putting it off but isn't that interesting that you, you've been putting it off but you phoned us up to tell us that that's what you've done yeah because it is something that i'm proud of yeah you should be like that i've done it because I have every intention of going back. Yeah. And have you, just, you've got the phone numbers of some of the women there as well, have you? So you could phone them or text them if you wanted to. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realise it worked like that. Like, on my first meeting, one of the women literally just wrote down every single phone number of every other see. woman. I was like, well, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, yeah. standard. And it's, it's great. And they're happy. also, if someone asks you for your phone number, if you don't want to share it, you don't have to. And no one ever gets offended if you say, actually, I'd, I'd rather not. No one ever gets mm-hmm. offended. But that's great. Yeah. You, the, the, when newcomers come in, people are always, and I think, and I think so because there are less women there, I think there is, maybe this is wrong. I think there is slightly more of a joining together and offering numbers like that that perhaps doesn't, quite happen in the same way with men although i've had loads of blokes come up to me and offer me their number or ask for my number and it's great man use those numbers even if it's just a text um you know if you're, you get uncomfortable making phone calls like i do even if you just text them um it's a, it's a really helpful resource mm, yeah it, to be fair everyone was really supportive there like yeah i think as well because everyone was a bit older than me yeah. there was a few other people who were like in the 20s but i think everyone was like 40 odd upwards. Okay, so, so young, young people. So young, young, she means young people when she says 40 yeah, like plus. Yeah, like ancient, like OAP, like. Shut your face, OAP. Katie! How dare you! <laughs> 46 is still young! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, how's, um, uh, how old's your young one now? Well, it's got to be about three now, isn't it? It's a boy, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's a, well, yeah, he's, he is a boy, but he's only, um, Seven, I think he's 17 months. Oh, God, so like okay, one, right. I, oh, he was a proper a baby. He was a proper baby when you started calling in, like a proper baby. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay, he was right. A proper baby. I, yeah, he's I like thought... one in a bit now. Okay, and how's he getting on? Is he all right? He's so gorgeous. Yeah. He's so cheeky, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's about to get even more fun. Sort of around 18 months to two years when the language starts developing and it mm. just, everything, you, you, you get a little bit, uh, you get a little bit more back. 
I think, from there. Yeah. Is that right, Catherine? Yeah, that sound about? So. They're more portable, so you can take them different places. Yeah. And mm. You don't have to take loads of bags out with you. And Oh, tell me about oh, it. Oh, it's just, it's so mm. lovely. You start getting a little bit more back. Uh, and it gets harder in different ways, but it's, um... It gets a bit more psychological, yeah, I'd say. Smart. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> like, I've got to start watching the way that I act and, like, yeah. things that I say and... Mm. He's, he's, he's growing so fast, though, like he learns new things every single day. It's just madness. Here's the thing. Here's the cliche that Catherine and I can vouch for. He, You'll be looking at um, middle schools yeah. soon. Before you know it. Before you know it. And I, this is, I'm only saying, you know, because I'm thinking back to when my kids were that age and, and we're coming up to their 8th and 10th birthday parties next month. So just... Try and save it. Try and slow yeah. time down because they'll be at school at some. Because you know what? It feels like when they're that little, every day feels really long. Yes. <laughs> and it feels like it's all it's same stuff, different day for for weeks and weeks. And before you know it, they're not they don't need you in that way anymore. No. Yeah. Well, I had to sign him up for nursery the other day. Like mm. he can't go till he's two, but I had to put his name on the waiting list, and yeah. even that was a bit like whoa. Yeah. Are you sure, like, yeah. nursery, surely not? Yeah, and do you know what? Each of those little stages, like when you drop him off at nursery, you'll go home with a tear in your eye, and you, they don't give a toss. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing, it'll be like school trip, and again, you're being brave about it, but you don't want to let them go, and you're hoping they're going to show some emotion at some point, but no, it's like, bye-bye, yeah. I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's, that's when you've done it right, you know, that's because yeah. they're confident and they know that you'll still be there when they come back and they're going off to have a wonderful time and they don't really think too much about how yeah. you're feeling, you know, because yeah. you've not made it about you. Katie, I think, uh, I think I can speak for Catherine when I say, I think you're doing such a good job. I hope that doesn't sound patronising. I don't mean it to. I just know <coughs> that um, you've got stuff going on. And uh, I think you're doing such a good job. And I think your boy is so lucky to have you as a mum. Yeah. And you've got this. you totally got this. Oh, thank you. You totally have. Nice one. Give us a call before <coughs> Christmas if you get the chance. It'd be nice to talk to you before Christmas. But, but you know, no pressure. Yeah, will do. All right, Katie. I will do. Nice to hear from you again. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. What a good nice young woman. What a nice young woman. We didn't do the quarter past break, did we? We'll do that now. Then we got Vic, then we got George, and then maybe we'll have you, dear listener. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of Late Night Radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Half an hour to go. Good evening, Vic. Oh, hello, Ian. Uh, I was just ringing. I listened to your show. I've been blocked by you before, but then you unblocked me, I believe, because um, I mistook the way you, what your show was all about. But anyway, what I'm ringing up about is uh, you, you mentioned docking dogs. Now, whether you made a joke of it or not, it's not a joke. It's a uh, dog's tail is the extension of their spine, basically. Right. And it's very cruel to be cutting <laughs> off uh, dog's it looks so. It looks so much tidier. Oh, well, 
cutting off some people's heads would look a lot tidier well, let's as not well. Be, let's not be silly, Vic. That would, that would create a literal and metaphorical bloody mess, and that's, that's offensive. But no, docking dogs' tails, it's an old tradition, and it just looks so much tidier. It's, it's safer in the home. You've got these big tails knocking things off the coffee table. It's, uh, it's terrible. I, that maybe we, I'd suggest, this is just a suggestion. I'm not saying we should do it, but we should dock tails and um, naughty dogs. We should remove their back legs and replace them with wheels. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, yeah, okay. In the same way that in the same way that your sense of humour gene has been in the same way that your sense of humour gene has been removed from you, I would suggest we remove dogs' legs and replace them with wheels, Vic. Well, unfortunately, with <laughs> your uh, Twitter. You, you seem to lose your sense of humour, Gene, and you just cut off people that that aren't part of the mutual... Vic, Vic you, you, I blocked you because, for whatever reason, I don't really remember <coughs> you, then I unblocked you. I don't... Listen, if you've got beef because you got blocked, then say that. Stop banging on about docking of dogs' tails. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Can I just say one other, th- other thing? Okay. What have you Reality really... What have you... What have you really called in for, Vic? Because I've got a feeling there's Possibly. something, there's something underlying here that you, you, you just, just say okay. it. Let it out, Vic. Come on. The jungle. There is no jungle, unfortunately, left in Australia. Where you filmed, <laughs> let me, a celeb- <laughs> I'm a celebrity, let, let me out of here. Oh, yes, I believe. Okay, Vic, well, why don't you phone up the producers or ITV? It's got nothing to do well, with me. I was on a reality TV show two years ago. But the fact that but you it's don't not like reality, the... Because uh, it's not no, the it's not. It's t- you know that reality TV it's is 41 not... 41 kilometres from the Gold Coast. What would you like me to do, uh, Vic? What would you like me to do, Vic? You, you, you don't understand the concept of television. How, I don't really know how I can help you. Unfortunately, I do. That's Unfortunately, why I you don't. Reality TV is not, reality TV is not actually real, mate. It's just a phrase that's used for entertainment programs. I know there's no jungle. You there's, know there's no jungle. I was there two years ago. It's taken you two years to connect the dots. Are you really that thick? What is your problem, Vic? My God, what an absolute idiot you are. Pro- if we want to swap problems, no, seriously, I, I understand your show now. Are you I drunk? Really, are you really high? Have you been smoking weed tonight? Because you've got that kind of slurred, r- self-important, dull tone that stoners have. Are you stoned, Vic? Possibly. Right. I tell you what. Why don't you call me? Why don't you call me when you're straight? Because you're really boring. You're slurring. You've got no grasp on reality. You're embarrassing yourself, mate. And I don't want you to embarrass yourself, Vic. Okay. Thanks very much for that, Ian. Uh, I'll I'll take that on board. Thank you, Vic. I look forward to your call when you've not had a toke. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I do like your show, but um, it's a love hate thing. It's a love hate thing. (laughs) And, and that's, Here's the thing, Vic. Here's the thing, Vic. We, we don't need to know about it. I don't care. I don't care about you. I don't care that you don't like the fact that I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here with builders being in the jungle and it really upsets you. I don't get the fact that you that you got mortally uh, offended at a throwaway, obviously, joke comment about docking dogs' tails. Which I, I counter with saying that it was cruel don't, and they don't do it anymore for good reason. I don't have to explain the act. 
to thick stoners. Okay? So, thanks for your call, Vic. Good night. Okay, thank you, Ian. There we go. But, you know, what, what was the outcome? What was the desired outcome there for you to go, oh, yeah. I'm going to hand my money back. I'm going to hand the tens of thousands of pounds back because it's not really the jungle. It's not. It's like it's the woods. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. When they say death drop as well, no no one dies. It's, it's not really reality. No, no, it's not reality. doesn't actually mean it's real. Yeah. It means it's generally, sometimes it's used to describe documentaries, but generally it's a silly entertainment show, quite often with has-beens. That, that's what the jungle is. <laughs> really. It's not a jungle. <laughs> that upset. <laughs> I do love people though um, <laughs> ringing up just to point out fact yeah. from fiction there just in go. case any of us were getting carried yeah. away yeah. or in any way imagining things to be slightly better or more yeah. dramatic more exciting than they are in real life thanks for that uh, let's go to George good evening George good evening you called back we were going to go to you earlier and you disappeared I thought we weren't speaking anymore yeah well I'm not sorry to have broken my word. Ian asked me not to call him anymore, and I said okay. But uh, I, I've I've been prompted to call, and and um, I'm happy to be speaking with you both. <laughs> what was you like? Who prompted you to call, George? Was it Jesus? No, the baby Jesus. Jesus, Jesus is a mythical character, and and uh, so am I. Sorry. So am I. Well, John Lennon sung that n nothing w was real. And I don't think that was a documentary. And uh, I, I associate the nothing with the... What song did he sing, Nothing Was Real? Strawberry Fields Forever. No, which song does he sing, Nothing Was Real? Um, Cross the Universe, I think. He says, Nothing Was Real. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. Nothing's gonna change our world. Nothing's gonna change. Here's the thing: John Lennon was a was a junkie, wife-beating junkie. Who cares what that guy has to say for himself? I don't. He was four days older than me. Oh. And <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm just prompted to go back to where we we were at the beginning, oh. and I, I, I <laughs> wanted you both to be in a film. No. Um, I haven't got the time or the inclination to be in a film anymore. Uh, yeah, this, this would be a really great film. Beautiful, I can't, I can't. I want you to play the starring role. No, thank you, I'm going to pass, but thank you. Really? Yeah. You don't even want to he hear what... I don't, I don't want to do it, I don't want to be in a film. I don't want to be in an amateur movie at the moment. Wouldn't be amateur. Okay, who's, who's directing it? Um, the Cosmos director. I would prefer a film. I will be in a film if it's directed by a recognised film director that has credits in IMDb. I just googled the Cosmos. It ain't made no movies. Really? Apart from the Mighty really? Ducks 2, which is not a great film. And Sister Act Back in the Habit. Yeah. I'm going to pass, George, but thank you for the offer. And, uh, thank you for the offer. It's... You, you really hate it. You really hate it when people say no to you, don't you? confuses you no you're like stanley johnson you, you you get confused when people say no to you i would like i i would like to say something to you that would be getting the in the newspapers in the next day or two okay say it away you go 
Um, <laughs> I told you stoners are so boring. No, don't. Go on, say the thing that's going to get in the newspapers in the next couple of days. Fact. By a Bible fact. Mm. Uh, the first two Gospels were written something like 40, 50 years after Jesus was supposed to have been around. And this is going to get in the papers how? This is revealing a fact from the Bible. Have you not seen? No one cares about the Bible in the paper. They care about whether a, a, an old man with white hair has, has seen uh, the Queen do a speech. That's no, what's, uh, that's what's uh, important uh, right ultimately now. Ultimately, it reveals that our creator to be the Joker of Jokers. Have you then... seen the Joker? Sorry? Have you seen the Joker? No. It's a good film. Is it? Yeah. It's better than the Irish man. Yeah. But I'm, I, I, <laughs> ju I just want to get this into a newspaper. And how are you going to do that? Well, you will pass it on. I won't, George. I won't do... I won't. Once, as soon as this show is done, I'm going home, I'm going to go to bed, and then I'm going to get up, and I'm not going to have a shower, because I haven't got a shower, I'm going to take my two baby cats to the vets, then I'm going to bring them back home, then I'm going to go and pick up my boys, and I will have completely forgotten about this. So I'm, I'm not going to talk to the paper for you. I just want to reveal... A Bible fact. Well, then do it very, very quickly. The first two Gospels... Just written 40 years after Jesus. 40, 50 years. Right. And in those two Gospels, mm -hmm. Jesus prophesies that he <clears throat> is going to return in great splendor okay. with all sorts of signs in the heavens okay. while the generation that he's speaking to uh -huh. will still be alive. Jesus is never going to come back! Jesus doesn't exist! Jesus is a fairy story! Jesus is never coming back! George, let it go! Because Jesus ain't coming back! Baby, the Bible's a nice book. Some bits of it are great. Some bits of it are very, very dull. Some bits of it are written beautifully. Some of it is so tedious and is so badly written. It's a nice little story. George, let it go. What you're telling me is not going to get in the papers. I'll tell you why. One, because it ain't true. Two, it is boring. What isn't true? What you're saying, and it's even more important than that, it's boring. It's not boring. Yes, it's, it is. It's a re revelation. It's not a revelation. No one cares, mate. We're not a Christian country anymore. No one cares. Can I interject at this point? The definition of madness is repeating the same action over and over again and expecting a different outcome. These phone calls came to an end because you are not going to get the result you want by phoning us, George. And it just gets you upset, and it's just frustrating for everyone concerned. So, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you something that... But that we don't you, want. You, you, could, We've said you, no, you, you could make news. No, we couldn't. And, and it's not news. Will you listen to what we're saying? It's not going to happen, George. 
listen to what I'm saying. Here we are! You're talking about Jesus, like, and Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Work that fat until it's gone. That's a line from, I think, Nuns on the Run. Uh, no, it's The Pope Must Die. Um, uh, and I'm it, saying that Jesus is a mythical character. Yeah, that's great, George. I'm not interested in Jesus. This ain't the Jesus show. I'm not interested. That's great that that's your belief, and I respect that, and that's wonderful. But it's I'm not... not a belief. Uh, George, George, you're, you're arguing semantics. I'm not interested. I'm not going to tell the press because they would, would laugh at me. It's not interesting. You, you've got someone speaking on your program who has linked himself to a biblical I've linked myself. I've linked myself to a, a picture of a panda knocking one out. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. You've linked yourself using LinkedIn. No! George, it's boring! How can you say that? Oh, God, this is because I tell you how I can say it! Because it's very, very dull! It's not dull at all. It might not be dull to you, right? But to me, to Catherine, and to the majority of the listeners, uh, how do you know? Because they tweet me and they tell me, it is dull. <laughs> Take is, no, 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 it's my show, it's my show. Take no for an answer. Learn some humility. Learn to take no for an answer. No. You should learn to listen, Ian. It's my show, I'll do what I want. You should learn to listen. I can't hear you, you've got my fingers in my ears. La, 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 la. <laughs> it's comedy. It, it, exactly! That's it! The show is comedy! That is it! He's got it at last! He's grasped it! Yes, it's pantomime! It's theatre! It's comedy! It's only here for another three, four, five months! So, George, please, learn to accept rejection! It will set you free! <laughs> Ah, uh, you're funny. I know! It's meant to- well done, you've got it! It's meant to be funny! It's comedy! What you're saying is not funny! It's not meant to be funny. No, well this it show is! It's is, 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 is <laughs> pointing out a, a, a truth. George, not, I'm not interested. George, I don't know how many more times to say this, right? You're not interested no. in truth. No. I'm not- no, I'm interested in truth. I'm not interested in what you're saying now. I'm not interested in your version of the truth. Not my version. It, it is. It, it is. is. L it accept, is the, the, George. The, the, accept the, the, the no. Accept the no. Accept the no. Accept the no. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, as I say, we're we're we're, no. part, we're part of each other's stories. No. Or whatever. No. Ollie says this is dull. Really effing dull. What you're doing, George, now is in, is imposing yourself. I'm not imposing myself. I'm trying to reveal. A, but a, we've we've declined a, a, a politely and forcefully, and you still won't listen, it. George. And please, also, could you do me a favour and stop emailing me this stuff? I don't email you anything. I I email e e Ian. Stuff. But we both get the, we both get those um, emails. We're both in charge of that email account. And and, 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 and it does come through to my work email. Sorry. It's fine. Just stop doing it. George, listen, no is the answer, but thank you. But no, I'm politely declining. Thank you. That's okay. Is it, though? It is okay. Okay, it's, good. It's, I'm glad you, we understand you, you, You're the ones that are going to feel really stupid at the end of all of this. Well, allow okay. us to. I will, t I will take that. That's my, if that's the case, that's my mistake. Yeah. It's okay. You're, Learn you're humility. Not, you're not responsible. Neither of you. So, neither are you. So, or, and you're not interested. So, bearing that in mind, and you're allowing us to take responsibility for our own ignorance, 
can we say this is the last we speak on the matter? You're welcome to phone up about anything else. About anything else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a, a band in Northern Ireland called the Barbiturates. Oh. And uh, the, their slogan is Barbiturates for a, a World of Wonders. Okay, Check, check out the barbiturates okay. right, thanks, thanks for your call. I appreciate in Northern your call. Ireland. Okay, I appreciate your call. Thanks for calling. It's okay. You're very welcome. This is Tour Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. We have, Pete says, we're all going to be laughing on the other side of our faces when he wins Eurovision in five months' time. But at least we'll be laughing. <laughs> uh, we've got nine minutes till Daryl uh, Morris comes in, and we've got six phone calls, which is unprecedented for this time of night, so excuse me if I'm a little bit brief with you. Uh, Jay, I'm doing them in the order that they came in. Good evening, James. Good evening, Cass. Good evening, Ian. And hello. Hello. How are you both? We haven't, we haven't got time for the niceties okay. of life, I'm afraid, James. Well, I was just going to say, I've, um, it's not a specific date, but I haven't smoked a cigarette and I haven't had a drink since May 26, 2016. Wow. And I was at the bus stop the other day and a very nice lady, um, sort of, not old lady, but elderly lady sat down next to me. And, and gave you some gin and a fag. No, <laughs> no. She said, um, "She said you don't look very happy. Have you ever thought about letting God and Jesus oh, into your heart?" And okay. I just, I just said, "No, I've never considered it because I'm an atheist." Oh. And in the last four or five weeks, oh. f first of all, my dad uh, was—he um, went to have some checkups. Yes. And they thought he might have Parkinson's. Uh-huh. Sorry to um, But then they, um, well, they, they, they scanned him or, or yes. something like that. Something. And it turned out he had, um, a huge tumour in one of his kidneys. Gosh. So we had to have an operation to remove the, the, the kidney and the, with the tumour in it. Yes. Two days later, he was just get, starting to get up and walk about again. And he collapsed with a massive heart attack. And um, during resuscitation, um, you know they do chest compressions yes. and everything. Well, they they couldn't. They got him back and lost him. Got him back and lost him. But in the process of doing chest compressions, they broke fifteen of his ribs. So he's now in intensive care. Um, in how how many of his ribs? Fifteen. How many ribs do we have? Um, I've no idea, but my mum's. My mum's been a uh, a nurse for thirteen. Oh, there's twelve. And we've got tw you've got yeah, you've got twelve ribs. So they he's broken like an extra three. I don't want to make light of it, but I think we only have twelve ribs. Okay, well I'll just go. I thought oh, it was unless it's pairs. Okay, all right, uh, uh, James. Listen, we're kind of running out of time, and I've got a lot of calls to get through. What 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 is? If I can just push you along ever so slightly, please. I heard James O'Brien say that once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I, I was just going to say these. Um, Right, there, there's no God, there's no Jesus, and things don't happen for a reason, you know, it's just life, things life. happen, but, um, okay. well, but, you know, just, just kind of, you know, if you can, just, 
suck it up, take it on the chin and get on with it. He said suck. James, I wish your dad the very, very best of luck, and I, I hope there's a speedy recovery, and uh, we've all got our fingers crossed. Thank you. Good evening, Peter. Yeah, hi. Hey, yeah, hey. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, you okay? Okay, yeah. We well, haven't got yeah, much right. time. So I just have a question. Yes, sir. All this talk around politics and elections right now. Well, we haven't had any talk for the last three hours. Are you sure you no, want to sure, change no. that? What I mean is in general, not specifically on this show. Okay, and you, but it's you want to bring it to this show? Yeah, yeah, it is, because I, I'm just... Why do you want to bring it to the show when we haven't had it, it for the show? Why do you want to bring it to the show in the dying minutes of the show? Just think for no, a second. We, well, I just want to know if, if it's me or if I've gone mad yeah. or, or if I've just missed a major trick. And, and, and the trick is this. Yeah. I keep on hearing things mm-hmm. that are completely historically untrue. Peter, are you talking politics? N- no, I'm actually talking history. Okay, but is the That's history funny. political? Yes. Right. Okay. okay. Well, yes. So just, just, think, Peter, just for a second, Peter, moment, Peter, just, think, Peter, just think for a second, right? We have done two hours, fifty-two minutes of broadcasting. The only phone-in radio show in the in the world, probably at the moment, certainly in the United Kingdom and America, that hasn't done any politics or political history. Are you sure that in the last six minutes of the show, you want to bring political history to the public's uh, attention? Well, I was just wondering. If I had woken up in a different place and, and all the things that I was taught in history had been changed. Yes, you have. It's called the Mandela effect. Thank you. My God. Oh, my God, Miss Jones. Oh. Yes, Tony. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2's better than the first Beverly Hills Chihuahua for yes. starters. Yeah. Um, I've got a cat question, please, Ian. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. You cat, go. So I've got two cats, right? Yes. And we know that cats lick their, um, can you say arseholes on the radio? They're no, you arseholes. can't say arseholes, no. Okay, they're, 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 they're arseholes, holes. please. Now, one of mine licks them really loudly, and that annoys me. I sometimes give him a nudge, and he looks at me and carries on. Anyway. Yes. So I've gone in the living room tonight, mm. they're both boys, mm-hmm. they're doing, like, the 69 of the arsehole. Uh, okay. okay, Tony, that's great. Thank you. T- Tony's what? been texting me all night saying he's going to give us a giggle. I, that, we, we just didn't have time to get to that giggle. Um, a delightful vignette, though it was. Thank you very much indeed, Tony. Gary! Yo! Listen, <laughs> what was that? that was a confident, that was a confident, uh, best greeting tonight. Yo! <laughs> the party just started, everyone. <laughs> oh, Gary, where have you Ooh. been all my life, buddy? Yes, sir! Well, I've, I've cut to bed late. Listen, that guy that was talking about the barbiturates, yeah, yes. in Northern Ireland. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're great, man. I went on tour with this band, and we went to Derry, and they put us up. It was great. They're a great bunch of blokes, man. I do recommend checking them out. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Are you... They're, they're like, they're like, they're like, it's like, if you don't know nothing about Northern Ireland, you won't get them. But if you know about Northern Ireland, you'll get it. They wear balaclavas on stage and everything. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's a great band. Okay. Great band. All right, Gary. Well, thank you very much for that recommendation. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I like Gary. Gary's very laid back. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Yo, geeky girl! Hey! Hey, no. no, no, no. Yo! Yo! There we go. That's it. That's it. We're hanging. Yo, 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 bum rush the show. I haven't said that for a long time. No. <laughs> well, what you got for us, geeky girl? Oh, um, I want to apologise for ringing a bit drunk the other night. Um, and Apology also, not apology not accepted. 
Okay, I'll, I'll, burn, I'll bear that burden for the rest of my life, but yep. thank you, uh, I tried. Um, I'm actually trapped, I can't get in my house. <laughs> I've got home from work. Would you, would you ask to? I don't care, it's not my problem. Kath, why's she phoning me, me? I don't care. I haven't got my um, lock picking set. Unlucky. Me. Smash a window. <laughs> call call oh, a fire brigade. Don't call a radio host. Oh, you, you're not going to knit round? No, you live miles away. What would I do anyway? I'm, I'm sitting in the car and I'm cold. So how are you, uh, what, so what, is it, you can't get into your house? No, but it's alright, my fella will, will get here in about an hour and a Goodbye. half. Goodbye, thank you very much indeed. What? I think she wanted to spend an hour and a half talking to us. Jeez, she can, she, we'll give her Daryl's number, it's the same number as ours. Yes, Giselle. Evening, man, I hope you're feeling better tonight. Thank you. Um, I <laughs> was wondering, um, if I could draw on a bit of experience that you may or may not have. Um, as long as it doesn't a, take more than like 90 seconds. Nope. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had a very bad mental health breakdown. Um, before that, I was How very... How am I going to answer this in 90 seconds? You coming, you coming with that? Before, I... before that... <laughs> 90 before seconds! That, I, I had a very bad... I'm not laughing at your mental health breakdown. But you sure I can answer this in 90 seconds? Yes. Go! Before that, before that, I was very isolated and I cut somebody off even though they didn't do anything wrong apart from be a bit too nice to me. Yeah. And I don't know if I regret it or not and whether I should kind of redeem uh, myself and them and get back in touch with them and I feel a bit guilty do and you, this is a do couple you, of years later. Do you miss them? No. Then leave it. Thanks for your call. That simple. Could do it in 90 seconds. You don't miss them. If you feel that, if you don't miss it, don't invite him back into your life. If you feel that you did something bad and that's weighing on you, then apologise. But, um, otherwise, who cares? Darumare. Speaking of who cares. Who cares? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> How are we? Oh, man. I'm I don't know what happened there, but you sounded like you'd imparted some, some wisdom. Well, no. The last... 20 minutes. We've had like eight calls in the Ooh. last 20 minutes, which is redonkulous. It's just got good. It just got good. <laughs> What's the, the spinal tap line? They were they were still booing still the support band when, when we, we came, came on, on stage. <laughs> I, love that. I might watch Spinal Tap this weekend. I've not seen that for a while. Do that. Daryl, we've got 58.30. You've got oh. 57 seconds. It's yours. Zip. Loads of Zip. time. I've got, I've got, I've, I, don't, I don't have that much Wait material in the show, so Phil... It's He's time. wasting it and he'll blame it on me. Okay. Um, we're going to go to the Falkland Islands tonight in our sort of trip around the world. Uh, they're turning to tourism out there, uh, which is quite interesting. We're going to speak, just speak to somebody in the Falkland Islands to see what the Falkland Jim Islands Davis is like. Do you live in the Falkland Islands? No, he goes over He's, there, he's right? over there all the time. Bangs yeah. on about Doesn't it. Doesn't like stuff. Does he? Though. <laughs> is that a bit of a thing, is it? Uh, we're also going to speak to uh, Elton... Uh, <gasps> John? Wellsby? <laughs> Moona? <sighs> No, he's happy. He's a I'm sure he's a nice guy. No, he's, a, he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. He was out there. You should have said, no, I'm sure he's a nice <laughs> guy. <so. laughs> we had Elton John, though. That's why we got excited. Uh, Who is he? What does he do? Uh, he runs pubs, but he's here to talk about everything. We're gonna. It's anything goes Friday, so everything. we're gonna we're gonna chat about anything. We're gonna put the world to right. You've got to listen to that. We'll be back to that at ten. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. 